Why this fool got more comics than a motherfucker? Hello and welcome to MCMF. My name is Marcus, Mr. Summers, if you are nasty. Uh, joining me on this episode to talk about uh, a series that means a lot to both of us. Uh, my friend Lou, we're going to talk about Runaways. <laughs> She's very nervous. She's very shy. <laughs> Just a little. Uh, so you and I, we have a long history with this series. Like yeah, it, we do. It's it <laughs> didn't occur to me until like till after we decided we were gonna do this, I was like, Oh shit, we have known each other now for almost ten years. Uh it, be, I was just thinking about that the other day. <laughs> it'll be ten years this summer, uh, since since we first met. And when we start first started getting closer as uh friends and later I should say, I, Lou is the first guest of this show who has seen me naked, because um, we, <laughs> <laughs> we dated when we were teenagers. Uh, yeah. And so this early into our friendship, early into our uh, our relationship, as it were, we bonded very heavily over this series. And yeah, we did. These characters. Um like even now, we're like when this first came back, I texted you right away. I was like, "Dude, you have to see this." <laughs> um, and so when I started this show, you were one of the first people I was like, "Okay, I want to have Lou on to talk about Runaways because the new run of Runaways, uh, the one that started in 2017, just ended last year. Uh, it's basically what we had been we had spent so much time wanting." Yeah, I mean, when you first approached me about this, I was like, okay, I'm going to read. I don't know how much we're going to read through, but I'm going to just read. I started, and then I just couldn't stop. I was just sitting there reading till my like eyes dried out. And honestly, yeah, it's a better ending than what left us off when we were teenagers. Because <laughs> <But, laughs> for those of you that don't know about this book, or about Runaways... Uh, as a franchise the first volume came out in 2005 then like the cool thing about it was that it kept ending and then coming back like right away so it was they had like three ver three volumes in the f like five or six years and then the last volume ends off on a huge cliffhanger a massive cliffhanger uh it ends with one of our main characters here chase uh the one guy in the group he is hit by a car that appears to be driven by himself uh, chasing someone who looks like his dead girlfriend, Gert. Also, we should explain Gert. Oh, gosh. We should really explain, like, the setup for this whole book. Um, I mean, we should explain the cliffhanger that they left us off at that was, like, just absolutely devastating. Yeah, I mean, to get to there, we should explain how we, you know, how True. this whole thing started. So, in the original, 
in Runaways Volume 1, because this is technically Run- Runaways Volume 5. Volume 4 doesn't count, though, because it doesn't feature any of these characters. <laughs> it takes place it, during Secret War. Uh, so it doesn't matter. It's an alternate timeline um, with completely different characters. Uh, so in Runaways Volume 1 are uh, six main characters. Alex Wilder, Gertrude Yorks, Nico Minoru, Chase Stein, Carolina Dean, and Molly Hayes. All you can't forget old lace. And old well, yeah, yeah, and old lace. <laughs> uh, so they find out that their parents are uh, murderous supervillains. Super sacrif- evil villains. Super evil. <laughs> sacrifice uh, they've been sacrificing teenagers uh, to uh, old gods, basically. Huh? Yeah, the Gaborum. It's Gaborum, yeah. It's a lot. Um, and so they do, once they find out that their parents also basically own the LAPD, uh, they they run away. And they, they, you know, stuff happens. They try to stop their parents, but also try to just live a life without them around, without them finding them. And somebody is a mole. That is the kind of the the big thing that keeps kind of coming around is the idea that somebody in the group is feeding information about what they're doing to their parents they want you to believe that it's molly like it's it leans so hard on the idea that it is either molly or carolina and then it turns out to be alex yeah, man, I completely forgot about that traitor <laughs> until he showed back until up, he in, this, up in this volume. Uh, yeah, I completely forgot about him. Like, I remember so much else, but I completely well, forgot yeah, he's only in his betrayal. One. Yeah, I completely forgot about his betrayal because of how it ended with Gert and Chase. Like, that overshadowed everything for me. Right. Um, so Alex at the time had kind of had, like, a romantic thing with Nico. Uh this ends very quickly. One, when they find out that Alex betrayed them to their parents. Two, when Alex is then immediately murdered by the Gabor. Like, they snuff so him out. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, then in volume two, uh, Chase and Gert... Oh, at the end of volume one, Chase and Gert start dating. Uh, in volume two, Carolina makes a pass at Nico... Uh, and Nico rejects her. She's like, I, I'm not into girls, I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I went back and checked That's that page. Caveat. Uh, she says, yeah. uh, she says, oh, I'm the, uh, 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 Carolina says, yeah, I'm into girls, aren't you? And she says, no. I mean, I don't think I am. I think they uh, featured it again in this, uh, in this, yes. these issues that you gave me to read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, that's after the issues I think we're going to get into for this episode, but it's, yeah, they do revisit that. Um, mm-hmm. Carolina then meets the Scroll Shapeshifter Zavin. I should add that Carolina finds out that she's an alien, uh, and uh, she's from the planet Majestan. She basically turns into a rainbow and can fly and shoot lasers and shit. Um, but. She's the princess of this planet. Zavin is her betrothed. She is meant to marry Zavin, and they are going to bro- essentially broker a peace between the Skrulls and uh, and the Majestanians. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
she then dates Zavin through volume three, where we also meet the other, the last runaway, who is a 12-year-old girl from the year 1920 or some shit, uh, named Clara. Clara is a mutant. Molly is also a mutant, which comes up briefly here, but uh, just to throw that out there. And then Zavin leaves. So Zavin is not around here. Sometime between then and now, Carolina started dating Julie of the Power Pack. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chase and Nico were in the were briefly in the book Avengers Academy and Avengers Arena. Uh, Gert, poor Gert, is murdered in Volume <laughs> 2 by Alex's dad, who has been plucked from the past and thrown into the future by Alex's friends. Uh, Alex's friends uh, try to do a spell to resurrect him uh, and instead grab a younger version of his dad who then tries to take over LA. The runaways stop him, but Gert, uh, but he kills Gert uh, during all this. And yeah. Gert transfers control of her. Uh, I, should, I forgot Old to lady. mention this. Gert has a uh, genetically engineered Dionychus named Old Lace uh, that she has a psychic link to. Uh, she transfers that link to Chase in uh, when she dies. So Chase has it. At yes. the end of Volume 3, Chase goes... Chase sees somebody who looks like Gert. And so he... Uh, he goes after her. Because he's like... He can't bear the idea that it might be her. And so he, he runs after her to try and like talk to her. To see if it's her. Uh, he follows her and ends up running out into the street where he is then hit by that van that yeah. is driven by someone who looks exactly like him. And also the van looks like his van. Ironically. And then the book went on an indefinite hiatus after that with nobody knowing where Chase is and him just being in the hospital. Then the next time they show up, which I think is an Avengers Academy, Chase is fine. It's never explained. It is also not explained here. Yeah, it really isn't. It was <laughs> just out of nowhere. Don't talk about it. It's just like, don't, that, whatever, that didn't happen. This has bothered me for 10 years. <laughs> and even now we still don't have an answer. There's so. still not an answer about what happened, who was driving that car. I mean, I feel like they, I mean. I think the idea was that you, they were going to swap Gert for Chase, and that Chase from the past was going to accidentally hit Chase in the present with a car, and Gert was going to replace. That was going to be Gert from the past, and she was just going to come back. They're funky time and travelers. They had to have thought of something. Right. Well, <laughs> funky time well, travelers. They- That's <laughs> as good a point as any. To get into <laughs> issue one. We're covering issues one through six of Runaways 2017 uh, by Rainbow Rule and uh, and Chris Anka. Ah, man. I, I was so shocked to see that he had managed to go back in time to <laughs> save Gert. I yeah. was just absolutely shocked. And first of all, how does that thing even fit in Nico's apartment? Right. Um, uh, so... <laughs> So just to start things off, uh, Nico is in her apartment uh, trying to she's trying to make some fucking ramen. Uh, yeah, with and her by. her uh, her stove doesn't fucking work. 
Like, she tries to turn it on, and it doesn't go. She tries a match, it also doesn't go. Uh, and then, it's just she's just having a bad night. And She's just mi- having a bad life, bro. Her mattress is on the floor, <laughs> and she's got leftover takeout. Uh, <laughs> she appears to the only furniture in Nico's apartment. She has a shoe rack, uh, her mattress on the floor, um, and that's really it. There's nothing else in this apartment. Really oh, she's got, my... she's got a, a fan. I mean, she's got like a little like t- tabletop eating tray, you know, yeah. the ones that you w- sit with in bed. <laughs> <laughs> and her, uh, this is like a crappy L.A. studio apartment. I know so many people who live this exact life. <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> um, Nico has, uh, she, she also does have this framed photo of everybody. And it's really interesting to see that this is. I don't know when they would have taken this picture. <laughs> I have no fucking clue when they would have taken this picture. <laughs> you because, know, cause Alex neither, because Alex is in it. Yeah, Alex is in the picture, and Chase's arm is around Gert. So I, Chase and Gert were not, they didn't start dating until right before Alex dies. Like, maybe 20 minutes later, Alex dies. <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> when they would have taken that picture. Yeah, I mean, this was... An illusionary happy time for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I feel like she made that happen with magic. Also, Nico She's is a powerful have. magician. This is the first thing you learn about Nico Minoru if you've never read this book. That Nico Minoru is a very powerful magician. She used to be a runaway, then she ran away, then she was a missing person, a spare part. She's in the best girl gang ever for a hot minute, should have known that wouldn't last. What do you call a runaway with nowhere left to go? Alone. That girl gang thing, that is from the. Nico was part of the book A Force. Uh, for a while, uh, which was like uh, an all-female Avengers team. And I never actually knew that she joined that, but I just know that she later refers to it as like the D-list Avenger. Yeah, she refers to herself <laughs> as like a D-list Avenger. <laughs> um, then suddenly, Chase... <laughs> Chase appears it, with the with the Yorks' time machine. A gigantic time machine, it's I might huge. add. Huge! It, it is presumably right on top of Nico's bed. Uh, it is. It actually is. <laughs> <laughs> in one uh, of the scenes, it is. Chase is oh holding Gert uh, in his like holding Gert, who has just been stabbed by Alex's dad. Like the knife is still in her. And Nico's like, "What did you do?" He's like, "Just." fixer she's like i can't bring people back from the dead well she's not yet uh we should try we should save her so nico you uh nico calls out her staff which only comes out when uh she bleeds which leads to that very funny gag in volume two where she just draws it and they're like don't you usually have to like cut your hand for that and she just looks over at somebody and they they immediately get what she's trying to tell them Oh, oh my god. <laughs> um, and so Nico calls out the Staff of One, and the way the Staff of... It, it establishes the way the Staff of One works. These first six issues are really just doing a lot to establish uh, these characters. Really, who everyone is again. Who everyone yeah. is, what they do, what their gimmick is. So Nico's whole thing is that she can cast a spell, but she can only cast it once. Uh specifically she can only use like a word to cast a spell once they get around this once uh by getting her a thesaurus 
Oh, uh, good times. And so there's this really cool piece of narration here where she says, hang, uh, the narration says, hanging out with superheroes. She's already cast every version of fix this person whom I love very much. Nico would have saved all those spells for Gert if she ever thought she'd have this chance. So she <laughs> she cast a spell, Doctor in the House, which plucks this poor doctor <laughs> in oh, her pajamas, God. brushing her teeth. The best part is that this doctor is literally a podiatrist with chest for legs and feet. Yes. So it's not like she can do a whole lot. <laughs> and so uh, they're like, uh, like, well, she lost a lot of blood. Uh, get her to a hospital. Doesn't, that's not going to work. Nico casts a spell to give Kurt more blood. <laughs> uh, then she casts a spell to uh, to give her x-ray glasses. She's like, I can't see what the damage is internally. I, I could make it worse. So she casts a spell to give her x-ray glasses. These are Chase's x-ray glasses. <laughs> that I think he lost at some point. But those are definitely them. Yeah, they do look familiar now that I think about it. <laughs> that's that's because Chase has them on his head the entirety of Volume 1. Oh my god. Uh, and so, basically, they keep they keep trying to cast more spells. Nico casts one that she's done before and it doesn't work. And it makes it rain. And she summons frogs. It's just looking really bad. And... Uh, Chase reassures her, you can you can do this. And so she pulls up she she casts another spell uh to figure out it's like her the blade caught her aorta, she's bleeding out. Medical, medical, medical. Uh Okay, but you can't skip over the Ouija board part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're skipping to, I'm skipping to that. <laughs> uh also she uh so Nico uses a spell to send the doctor back home. When she starts asking too many questions. Yeah, the doctor starts asking too many questions. She's like, what are you people? Oh shit, you're bleeding too. And so Nico says, Dor- he has a spell called Dorothy Gale that sends the, the doctor back to her house. She's laying in her bed wearing the x-ray goggles and she looks over at her wife and goes, I just had the strangest dream. <laughs> and her wife turns over and she realizes she's still wearing the x-ray goggles because she just sees oh her wife's God. skull. Yeah, I would be pretty freaked out. That's hilarious. Uh, also, the things that Nico are Nico and Chase are worried about with calling the uh, with calling an ambulance are I mean, they're all she's a minor. Gert's a minor. Gert is and... a minor, but they're like hospitals mean cops, social workers, dot 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 X-Men. The they're things fugitives that... and runaways, yeah. Yeah, they Nico, despite having been an Avenger, Chase, despite being a legal adult, the things they're still worried about, and this comes up again later, they're still very worried about uh their parent about like having to deal with the aftermath of their parents. Because the Steins, the Minorus, the Wilders, the Yorkses, the Hazes they basically ran the LAPD. Then they suddenly went missing. So who... Their children are still around. Their children are still around. If they suddenly show up somewhere where the police are, the police are going to start asking questions. Where have you been for the last two years? Where are your parents? 
Despite the fact that, like, Chase is... I believe Chase is supposed to be 20. And Nico is 19, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, the ages here are hilarious, uh, in hindsight, because everyone got older but Gert. And that's, like, the, the, com- the thrust of this whole book is, like... Gert trying to fit with her friends who grew up without her now. Um, and Chase and Gert's relationship and how that changes now that he went from being a year older than her. Or like a what? year and a half, almost two years older than her. To or... now being 20 and she's 16. Yeah. Uh, so. Nico casts a spell. For a Ouija board. And so <laughs> Jason Jason Nico uh, asked the Ouija board, should we take Gert to the hospital? No. Is Gert okay? <laughs> I-S-H. Ish? Well, that's creepy. <laughs> what if we're talking about the, the many ghosts who hate us? I was about to say, who's answering? <laughs> yeah, who's answering this? <laughs> <laughs> who's the dead person? Uh, and Nico says... Gert seems okay for somebody who was supposed to die two years ago. And Chase, Chase, like, she's scowling at Chase. You just see her eyes. She's so fucking mad. It's like, look, she was was murdered by an evil time traveler. Does that count as supposed to die? She's like, you can't go back into time stealing people. He's like, well, I can't immediately. The time machine's busted. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, he's like, uh, can you at least turn the rain off in here? She's like, well, I don't want to waste a spell. It'll stop on its own. He's like, since when did you get so stingy with spells? She's like, I'm running out, motherfucker. I can only do these things once. Uh, also, we're going to talk about your hand. I think he means that she just burned her hand earlier on the stove or trying to light on that match, trying to light the stove. I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, her thumb catches fire. And he, uh, he says, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to bring her back. I, she's like, oh, so what? You went, you accidentally went back in time and snatched your girlfriend? He says, I thought I could hurt, keep Alex's dad from hurting her in the first place. I was going to hit him with a trank gun and then leave. And he says, she's like, you can't mess with time like that. Why not? Gert's parents were time travelers. Jeffrey Wilder was a time traveler. Time's already borked everywhere Gert goes. Anyway, it didn't work. I got there too late. And Nico looks more mad at this panel than she looked before. Like, I... This part really got me. It was hilarious. (laughs) You have a time machine, and you got there late. Like, she doesn't ask it as a question. She just repeats it back to him. Like, do you know how fucking stupid (laughs) that sounds? Chase. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then what was he trying to do if he wasn't trying to bring her back? He wasn't what, trying to what do what were a, you doing? His plan was to shoot Jeff Wilder with a trank gun and then to to just bail so that that oh, way okay. Gert doesn't she get never stabbed. ends up dying. Right, and yeah. just t- change the timeline role like that. Uh and his logic is pretty sound. Jeffrey Wilder was not supposed to be there. He he got forced forward in time and that's how he ended up killing Gert. Mhm. It's not fair to her that she was killed by somebody who was... they accidentally put there. Right. That they didn't even put there. Somebody else put there on accident trying to bring back Alex. That really cuts to, like, to me, to, like, the core of 
why Gert's death is so upsetting. Because it's like, this wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah, we it could see... have been avoided almost. The, one of the first things that happens in Volume 2 is we see a uh, a version of Gert from the future show up. Uh, who is supposed to be the... She's supposed to be leading the Avengers. And uh, she... That version of Gert dies in Chase's arms, uh, trying to tell him that she loves him. And that's what sets everything in motion for that volume. And so then this version of Gert, who was robbed of becoming the person that she was always supposed to, then dying the same way in Chase's arms, trying to tell him that she loves him is this total heartbreaker. And it really just sets everything in motion for the rest of Runaways and just sets up Chase as a character. And, like, it is the big thing. Like, imagine watching the love of your life die in your arms twice. Man. I mean, it was enough just to read it. Nevertheless, watch him go through it. Right. And that's that same expression is what's on his face here, where he knows that he fucked up trying to go get her. He tried to fix it, and he made it. He might have made it worse, and he just looks mm-hmm. so upset with himself. Yeah, and Got, had a whole time machine showed up late. How do you how do you show up late with a time machine? <laughs> oh, just go back to the start of that fine. day and wait. You know. Uh, and so Nico goes, hey, I don't get it. I remember you coming out of the fire that night. You said that Gert was dead and that Old Lace dragged you out to safety. Then you went back for Wilder. He says, I guess I've changed history. That's not how it happened the first time. I watched Gert die and then I carried her out with me. When I got there tonight, I knew I screwed up. Gert was already on the ground and there was the old me just watching her die. I didn't think. I just reached out to the Old Lace uh, through our psychic link and told her to hold old me out of there so now me could take her he said you she's like you just took her <laughs> and he's like what was i supposed to do do nico let her die a third time oh my god <laughs> and uh <laughs> at this point gert says you actually never shut up do you i'm gonna feed you all to galactus <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Chase and Nico look down, and Gert's alive and awake. Uh, and then the last thing we see in this issue are uh, we see there's a cat that's been sitting outside Nico's apartment this whole time. And then its eyes turn purple, and a mysterious voice says, Chase. That threw me for a loop. I didn't, I had no idea what that was, and I was waiting for so long to figure out what the ominous kitty cat was. Yeah, like, I forgot that it's there at the beginning, and it's like, oh, right, cool. Yeah, I completely forgot about it until later on. I was like, what the heck? I was like, okay, whatever. I'm sure there's, like, some evil um, pride, like, allegiance was still watching over them secretly or something. I don't know. I just made that assumption. Mm -hmm. Uh, Issue two. I love the cover for this issue. It's so great. It looks like a cheesy romance novel. 
I know. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, why did they do this? They, like, it that's is, so weird. It is cha- past Chase holding Gert uh, by the waist with her... I don't know how to explain it. Her hand is like reaching up behind her to caress his face while she looks over her shoulder at present Chase uh, reaching his hand out to her. Very like grocery store romance yes. novel book cover for sure. <laughs> yes, this is you'd find this in a Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Those uh, little paperbacks, you know? <laughs> yes. Side note, Chase's hair looks fantastic here. I mean, I was thinking very Fabio. Very Fabio. Like. <laughs> uh, so we flash back to Gert, uh, Gert's point of view uh, as she died. It says it wasn't such a bad way to go. Here with him while they were still them. Gert never figured she'd die at 16, but she never figured on Chase Knight either. At least the last thing she'd seen in this dumb world would be his dumb wonderful face and then as she you get her dying lines chase stein i have always and then from her point of view waking up in present day chase's arms and the juxtaposition on this page of or these two pages because it's a big splash of past chase and present chase it's I, i can't believe how much they nailed this is the same person a couple years apart. Yeah. They did a wonderful job. It was a really nice splash, honestly. Like his face isn't at like his face isn't as round. He started to fill out a bit more. His hair is a lot longer, but his eyes are the same. And it's just this really great panel on the next page of him like essentially from Nico's point of view. Um like, if the camera was... If there was a camera in the room, it would be sitting where Nico is. Of mm-hmm. Chase... Of Gert looking back up at Chase and Chase... There's no words here. Of just them looking at each other. And it's just really sweet. Chris Honka really put his whole fucking hand into this. It's so good. Checks on her and Kurt's first question is... What happened? Are we all dead? She said, well, I, yeah. I should be. Uh... Alex's dad stabbed me. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I healed you. And so Chase has been... I I didn't catch this before I read through it this time. Chase has been carrying Gert's glasses in his pocket with him this whole time. Wow, wait. I thought he had just happened to pick it up that same night that he grabbed her. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, he he made sure to grab her glasses for when she woke up. A classic wear my glasses moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because she, she, the... she does the my glasses. Yeah. Uh, and so she puts, he puts them on her, and uh, she said, the narration is, she never thought she'd see him again, but here he is. She could tell him now. She has a second chance to finish that sentence. Chase Stein, I have always. And then she instead goes, Chase Stein, you have exactly 30 seconds to tell me what the hell is going on. <laughs> so. He tells her in exactly 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, I was, I thought that was hilarious. Cause like it was 
they set it up to be a really, really sweet possible moment, like for her to wake up and get to say her dying words, but not be dead. And <laughs> and instead, it's a whole lot of fucking confusion because she, she's pretty sure she was dead. Yeah, she felt herself start to die. And instead woke up two years later. Uh, and so she's like, if I'm, she's like, listen, you couldn't leave well enough alone. He's like, I wouldn't call you being dead well enough. He's like, whatever. If I'm not dead, I think I'd less, like to be less covered in blood. Just take me home, okay? Or wherever you guys are hiding out these days. And Nico makes this face. <laughs> I can't explain it. It's like a... I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> no. But the runaways have all run away. Yeah, basically. they all split up. And so uh, it's like two years Two years is a long time, Gert. A long time has changed. So why are you guys, why are you suddenly talking to me like I'm six years old and my pot-bellied pig just died? This is so specific. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, what happened? Did you drop Molly off at a nice farm? Oh my goodness. Um, and so Nico kind of begrudgingly uh, calls a lift to back to the hostel. And uh, they put Nico in so many good looks in this comic. They really do. Like, like I was like, okay. She looks, she looks great there. She's the um, goth girlfriend of everyone's dreams. We can say it. Yeah, can yeah. Say it. True. <laughs> true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, Gert says, the hostel, I thought you knocked this place down. And uh, Nico can't hold her, can't fucking help herself. She's like, maybe Chase went back in the past to save it. <laughs> and so Chase found, uh, we get the reveal that Chase found the main building of the hostel, which is where they, um, where they hold up, uh, Chase rebuilt or fa- uh, found the main building, hooked it up to the grid himself, and they even have Wi-Fi down there now. And so she still has not; they still have not told. Um, they still have not told uh, Gert what happened with everybody else yet. Um. Also, I didn't catch this before, uh, like, in the first time I read this. Uh, she is wearing one of Chase's shirts. Oh, my God. It's the, a sign on the back. It's a sign on the back, yeah. <laughs> I didn't catch that either. I was just thinking, like, all their clothes have, like, changed so much from before the hiatus. That... I mean, and Nico and uh, and Chase absolutely dress differently than they used to. Yeah. Uh, but, uh... So she's, they're like, okay, so here's what happened. She, she says, Molly, Carolina, those names ring any bells? We escaped our supervillain parents with them. What about Victor, Mexican robot boy, the only guy at our club you haven't kissed? Because I forgot that, that Chase and Nico, like, they didn't have a thing, but it was like they made out once. It was a lot. Oh, yeah, really? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I remember her and Alex, but I don't remember her. And in- Chase. Yeah, um, and so she's like, "Okay, you never so would have ended up with me." <laughs> um, me as in you, or me as in 
so she explains, like, look, uh, I was with you guys yesterday and nothing could have come between us. Our parents tried. Alex tried. We were all for one, one for all. Ride or die. Now you're telling me we just drifted apart? How does that work? Did you wake up one day and Carolina was gone? Did you think to look for her? It's like, no, they woke up one day and we were gone. We got fucking kidnapped by Arcade and sent to Murder World. <laughs> but and, that's another story. Yeah. Uh, and Nico has, choos- has chosen to pretend Avengers Arena did not happen. Uh, which, good for her. Chase got to be Darkhawk for a while. It was very dumb, and it ruled. <laughs> and she's like, when it was over, I decided to not come back. She's like, you don't decide that. You're our leader. She's like, Gert, you never listen to me. She's like, after after Nico left, we went, we're all camping out at Molly's house. The FBI had it locked down, but Molly wanted to sleep in her own bed. Zavin was already gone to space. Victor got an offer he couldn't refuse from the Avengers. The state came for Clara, which is crazy to me because Clara should be dead for going by when she was born. Clara was born in like 1908 or some shit. But wasn't she was a mutant? So like, but her mutant power is like she control plants. Yeah, that's why she's obsessed with gardening. So I wonder why she stayed I mean she was still alive and young enough to be put into the system okay well, it's she shouldn't be in the system period because like she, she shouldn't exist right if they look her up they'd find this woman who should be 112 years old and dead because <laughs> Clara was a child bride in the great depression yeah I remember that part uh so then Molly's grandma showed up and Molly went to go live with her grandma in Hollywood. So then it was just Carolina. Uh, Chase says it was just me and Carolina squatting in another cracked out pride hideaway in Malibu. When Kay decided to leave, I couldn't blame her. There was nothing left to stay, stay for. And fuck, this narration like hurt my feelings. Nobody but Chase. But he wasn't the kind of guy you stayed for. Yeah, man. That hurt my feelings, too. I was like, he was doing his best. He did his best. Just keep everything fucking together. After Nico just bailed, right? Like, yeah. you go from Alex, who's, like, hyper-competent, but also a dickhead, to Nico, who is, like, a perfect leader for that group, uh, to Chase, who is just one man doing his best. And Gert's doesn't say anything. She's like, I wonder what would have happened to me if I'd lived. How would you guys have lost me? CPS, reform school, leave me behind in the Mojoverse? I think I thought we were something, a family, but apparently we were just passengers on the same flight out of hell. He's like, how can I? How can you say that when I just risked everything to save you? She's like, you weren't trying to bring. You weren't even trying to bring me back, Chase. He's like, I was trying to keep you from ever leaving. It was you all along. When we lost you, that's when we. That's when everything started to fall apart. Yeah, it really hurt my feelings that she said that to them, honestly. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, you were dead. Like, yeah. how can you say that? Also, we got kidnapped. <laughs> I cannot stress enough that I woke up one day and I wasn't, I was a prisoner. Yeah, I just, I was just 
I was so I was mad at Gert in that second. But I understand why she's hurt because like she was the one out of all of them that was like super hell bent on this being their family, not trusting adults, not believing anything adults said anymore, only being able to rely on each other. So for her, it was like it was. Yes, it was out of necessity, but like that was her family, you know, and she thought that there was nothing that could break that apart. Right. But what she didn't know was that she was the fucking glue that kept them together when she fucking died. Right. (laughs) And also, again, to her, this was yesterday. Yeah. To her, that was this morning, you know. And she woke up and two years had passed. And Gert's like very clearly starting to tear up. Uh, and she's like, give me a break. I was in the heart of the operation or the muscle or the brains. I was the least essential part. I was the appendix. And Chase goes, <laughs> Kurt, I'm obviously the appendix of this outfit. <laughs> and even Nico agrees. <laughs> like, yeah, true. And it's worth mentioning, these are the two characters that have spent the most time together. Yeah. <laughs> so they know the most, yeah. I would feel like, of each other. There is so much fucking romance novel shit with Chase and Gert here. Like, Chase... <laughs> Chase grabs Gert's hands and he's like, We lost you. And we spun apart. I lost you. And and then Gert's not paying attention because Old Lace is here now. <laughs> That's the one thing that felt, like, normal again to her. Like, the one Yeah, thank thing. God Old Lace hasn't changed. Old Lace didn't leave. Yeah. Old Lace I mean, look to be fair, now. though, she did transfer the link to Chase. Yeah, and I think it just went so something right. Something has slightly changed, though. Yeah. And uh, Nico, uh, Gert's immediately over it. She's like, "We get, all right, let's go. Let's go get Molly. <laughs> we get to take her away from her grandma. And she's like, well, we're her family now. So and she's like, so we, should we call Victor first? See if he wants a weekend pass to get away from the Avengers. Do they know? Do they know he's programmed to destroy them? We should probably give them a heads up, and then they don't say anything. And the shadow over Chase and Nico's face is here. I know they're so ominous. Like Chase looks like the devil here. Uh, and so they reveal that Victor died on a mission for the Avengers. I would like to note, Victor did not die on a mission for the Avengers. Victor was murdered by the Vision's wife. The Vision... I did not know that. Yeah, the Vision, who is um, basically his brother? Yeah. Yeah, the Vision is his, would be his brother, I think, when, when you break it down, because Victor's father is Ultron. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so Vic, so now she looks upset again. And she's like, you didn't go back in time to save him immediately? He says, I didn't immediately go back in time to save you. I don't even know how Victor died. She's like, so there wasn't a funeral? No. Uh, his mom's dead. We're his next of kin. Did you guys do anything when I died? Yeah, of course. We buried you under the Hollywood sign. She's like, oh, I would have I liked that. I really like Gert's face in that panel. It's really good. I think that it's just, I mean, her finding out piece by piece what happened to everybody is is both, like, sad, but also a really strong indicator of exactly how stuck in the past that she is. I mean, it's not even stuck in the past. She just 
it's her present day. Right. She's having to catch up to their present day. And so it's just like very jarring for her. And the fact that everyone's changed so drastically and she's stayed the same, not even just in like how the fact that they actually literally physically grew up, but the fact that they are happy not being runaways for the most part. Right. Anymore. Everyone else. And when, when we get to Molly and Carolina, it'll really become apparent. They have fully developed their own lives outside of this and they are content to not go back. Chase mm-hmm has been really stuck on this because the only time in his life where things made sense when chase was a teenager when chase was a kid he had to live in his dad's shadow to the point where it's revealed during this run chase's name is not chase or his middle name is chase his first name is victor after his dad he (laughs) uh he has always had to live in his dad's shadow and then when he wasn't the person his dad thought that he would be his dad just totally stopped giving a shit about him. Mm-hmm. And like his dad actually kind of relentlessly was like, you're a fuck up, you're a loser, you're just a stupid jock. And it turns out Chase is actually really good with like fixing things. He's really good with like electronics and things like that, which is then rendered useless when Victor joins the group because now, hey, you know who's great at fixing things? A cyborg. <laughs> Okay, but that's a whole different story between Chase and Victor. That's a whole nother can of worms. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna get too far into that stuff. Um, but it is stated that in that future where uh, where Gert leads the Avengers, Victor, uh, Victor and Gert are together. Something happens to Chase at some point, I guess. Uh, and. They're together until Victor decides to give in to his programming from Ultron and uh, and destroy the Avengers. Uh, oh, wow. Which becomes a plot point. <laughs> well, not exactly in that same way, but the Chase and Victor, or uh, Gert and Victor stuff does become relevant during this run. Uh, and so Chase reveals that Tony Stark sent... Uh, sent him a bunch of Iron Man's personal effect, or Iron Man sent him um, a bunch of Victor's personal effects, and um, very, it was very personal indeed. Yeah, because they <laughs> think it's like a bunch of Victor's old like action figures or whatever. Uh, like we just bury them in, in their place, and uh, they're, they're talking about where would Victor want to be buried. And then they open the box, and it's Victor's disembodied robot head. Yep. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Yep, yep. <laughs> Which, by the way, again, gorgeous art on this head. That's true. Very, very well done. He hasn't aged a day, honestly. <laughs> you know, I don't think he will. Uh Meanwhile, back in Hollywood, Molly is playing soccer in her backyard. Just uh, a normal and, teenager, basically. Yeah. And then... With superhuman strength. Yeah, with superhuman dad. strength that makes her sleepy. <laughs> and then, as Molly runs back in the house, the cats in the yard uh, look at each other, and their eyes start to glow again as she goes into the house. You know, and I still didn't make any correlation. I thought that someone was just spying on all of the Pride's children. 
uh-huh. like still. I had no correlation whatsoever. Until to I mean, they they do a good job of kind of disguising it until they until show up at Molly's house, and it's like, oh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to uh, issue three, which opens uh, with Carolina Dean uh, in her in her dorm room at Cal Poly Pomona. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and she's her life is going pretty great. Uh, it says, "How happy is Carolina Dean? So happy, like the happiest." She's in college now, and she loves her classes. She loves her roommate. She loves her therapist. She has the kindest, most beautiful, best girlfriend. And if sometimes Carolina thinks about her old life and her old friends and her supervillain parents and the fact that her that she may be triggered in interplanetary war, uh, well, her parents, her therapist has given her a lot of tips for staying in the present. Breathing helps. And affirmations. I am a good person. I am my own person. My parents' decisions don't define me. I forgive myself for the mistakes I made when I was too young to know any better. I'm allowed to be happy. And she she realizes somebody's knocking on the door and puts on her little bracelet that turns her powers off. And who should she... The first person she sees, they set her up to be shocked here. (laughs) Um, It's Gert. It's Gert. I want to note very quickly is that the song she is listening to while she kind of dances in her room is Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Which, wow. yeah, <laughs> she also has a Beatles poster on the wall. He has a Sgt. Pepper Beatles poster behind her. But Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is the song playing, which is a nod to uh, her ill-fated code name. Because the Runaways, when they first ran away, picked the shittiest code names. <laughs> Their code names were terrible. Uh, Molly is Princess Powerful slash The Bruiser. Uh, Gert is Arsenic, thus Arsenic and Old Lace. Chase is Talkback, I think. And uh, Nico is Sister Grimm. The only character who doesn't take one is Alex, because Alex is super serious all the time, but also because Alex is betraying them to their parents. We won't forget that ever. Uh, and so she, Carolina opens the door, sees, uh, sees, uh, Gert, sees Nico and just drops her coffee mug. (laughs) You know, honestly, I don't even think that it's Gert that makes her drop the coffee mug. It's Nico. I think it's Nico. Yes. Because something happened with them off the page that we don't get to see. Mm -hmm. Um, they had these two very clearly had a falling out. Um, mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll get into why in a little bit. Uh, and Gert's like, "Hey, surprise! Not dead." <laughs> Meanwhile, Carolina's neighbor. <laughs> I just wanted to note this page because it's really good. Carolina's neighbor starts to walk out of their room. Sees old lace, turns around, and goes right back inside. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. I was like, "Are they just gonna keep walking around with the old lace?" Like, I, what? the answer is yes. 
It's not like in a runaway the Runaways cartoon or not cartoon. God, I wish they had gotten a cartoon uh, in the show where they just keep old ladies hidden at all times, where they're hiding her in the back of cars or in shopping carts and shit. Their just skirts just like screw your societal. Whatever, norms. it's a dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, and so the uh, God, the the shot of the neighbor is so funny because old lace smiles when the neighbor goes back inside. I know. <laughs> I'm also love her. There's, there's a little like in the little orange letters above the neighbor's head. It's just nope. <laughs> Not today. You know, not doing it. Not doing it. I will. Miss, I will miss class today. <laughs> I'm going back to bed. Fuck this. <laughs> uh, and so Nico's like, "Hey, long story short, Chase screwed up." So, yeah, but the up part is we're getting the band back together. <laughs> and so they again explain in 30 seconds what happened. And uh, Carolina's like, "So Chase went back to save Gert from being stabbed." He's like, "But I was too late." And Nico, Nico again goes, even though he had a time machine. Have to make sure you point that part out. Because I think that's super crucial information, don't you think? Yes. Like, <laughs> let's say, you know, I feel like, because I think when when we read it, Chase and Kurt were the characters that we really latched on to together. Yeah, we did. Let I think the gap in age, which is like a year. I think Chase is supposed to have been like a year, maybe a year and a half older than Gert. That's pretty close. So let's say, let's just swap them for the two of us in this situation. I think it would have been very funny. Like, imagine if, hey, like, 20-year-old me pops up. Hey, 17-year-old Lou. So... (laughs) You know, I, I started to, like, wonder about that. I was like, I wonder... If they're still going to have a romantic uh, relationship, relationship yeah, and the answer of is, that age what, gap. Right. And the answer is no. She's yeah. like, you are almost too old for me. Like, we'll get into it later. She's like, you were almost too old for me before. And now. Definitely. <laughs> you are a grown man. I am in high school <laughs> still. And he's like, true. Because I think the way it broke down was that Chase and Nico... Chase and Nico would have been, like, seniors. Mm-hmm. Gert and Alex, I think, would have been juniors. Gert, Alex, and Carolina, would I think, are supposed to be, like, a year younger than all of them. And then Molly is the youngest. Because Molly's supposed to be, like, a fifth grader or some shit. Yeah. Molly, uh, so, Molly, uh, Gert says, hey, all right, but the important thing is I'm back, now you're back, and we can go get Molly. And Carolina's like, go get Molly for what? I was like, what? To be with us so we can be us again. He's like, you mean... <laughs> she means the runaways. And Kurt's face sours up and she's like, I hate that name. Who started calling us that? So yeah, I think maybe Captain America. <laughs> Which I should go check because I think Chase is right. I think Captain America does. Is the person who calls them that. That would be hilarious if it was. <laughs> It's like, we didn't need a stupid superhero team name. She's like, says the girl who made us call her Arsenic. <laughs> she was dead set on it, too. She was yes, like, you guys you have guys. to call me Arsenic. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she was super dead set on that when, well, back when they were young. 
which was last week to her. Uh, and she's like, that was different. All right. We were fugitives. Yeah. <laughs> and Kathleen's like, well, now we're not. I can't leave. I have classes. It's the middle of the semester. And she's like, I want to stay. And Gert freaks out because she's like, I was with my best friends, the Runaways, just yesterday. And Carolina would never, my Carolina would never leave Molly behind. My Nico would never wander off. My Chase, pause, turns her head, leaves, nobody speaks. And then Chase is like, I should go. And Carolina says, I can't just drop out of school. I mean, we can't go back to how we were. And Nico continues to agree with her. But mm-hmm. Nico is being very short with her with these answers. And she's like, yeah, he's like, we've changed. We've moved on. We've changed. We moved on. And she's like, we're not kids anymore. Yep. Uh, I mean, we aren't old enough to drink or rent cars, but I hear you. And she <laughs> says this holding a picture of Carolina and Julie. Devastating, Devastating. Honestly. Yep. And so she's like, uh, she's like, what will we even go back to being? We, we were never a team. We weren't the Avengers. We didn't have a mission other than staying alive and not becoming our parents. And she's like, we weren't anything real, Nico. We were just together. Woof. Yeah. I was about to say, that broke my heart. And I felt for exactly Nico how. Looks like she's going to fucking felt. cry. <laughs> Well, it's like everyone moved on, but the only people whose lives really like got improved better. were, were people... Kay and Molly. Yeah, and they're it's the like... only people whose lives they got away from superhero stuff. Yeah, I mean, and it sucks because like Carolina has like the benefit of like her parents having left her a lot of not left her purposely, but like left her with a lot of money. To actually like live her right. life, meanwhile yeah, everyone's struggle busting were, around. Right, Carolina's parents were actors. Yeah. Um, and so she's a, uh, you know, Nico asks her, "So you've moved on from all that?" And she says, "I have." And Nico says, "I'm happy for you." I thought for a while I'd move on too. All the way here, I tried to tell Gert that this wouldn't work, that we've all changed, but maybe I haven't. I'm still so scared, Carrie, and I still don't have anyone. And I wake up, I still wake up most days just hoping that I stay alive and I, that I stay good. That's something I didn't worry about back when we were still whatever we were. There is so much unspoken <laughs> history between these two characters. Yeah. I feel like when she's asking her and you've moved on from that, I she's wouldn't saying, really say you're moved on from me. Yeah, like from them as a pair and it's like dang because even they weren't ever like together on page as a couple carolina makes a makes a pass at her nico says no but they were still like best friends Mm -hmm. and so uh she's like i knew you guys would keep me good uh i guess what i'm saying is if gert wants me to go on the run well i don't have a better offer Says, I can't go with you. I know. I'm happy where I am. I know. And then Nico walks out 
respectfully wearing the shit out of these high-waisted pants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, Chris Anka would draw the fuck out of a tucked-in shirt. <laughs> True. He did... Nico, all of Nico's outfits were All of Nico's outfits are incredible. Uh, and so... Carolina repeats those affirmations to herself again. I am a good person. I am my own person. You know, I am allowed to be happy. I mean, to convince herself more than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... It cuts back to Kurt outside, who's sitting, <laughs> sitting curled up with old lace, and this dude walks by and goes, Cool dog, can I pet it? And Kurt just <laughs> fucking glares at him. The guy covers like covers his face with one hand and walks away. Gert says, getting the band back together. Maybe we should have started a band instead of a found family. Might have had more staying power. And Old Lace imagines them as a band. It's very cute. It's the most wholesome thing. Old Lace is, is the only like figment of joy you get in these first few <laughs> issues. Old Lace imagines uh, herself playing drums... Gert playing guitar, uh, uh, Nico playing bass, I assume, uh, <laughs> Molly and Chase playing tambourine, and while Carolina plays, uh, plays piano. It's very adorable. <laughs> so Chase and, Chase comes back, or Chase catches up to Gert. I think these two things, these two conversations would have been happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> Victor, or Chase immediately pulls Victor's head out of the bag and puts him on the dashboard. <laughs> and, uh, she's like, show some respect. That's a friend. You can't guard his dead body parts around like this. He's like, I keep telling you, I don't think Victor's dead. She's like, Chase, he's ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, he's like, well, he's a, Gert, he's a robot. <laughs> he's a, he's a, you mean cyborg. Same thing. They start arguing about cyborg semantics. Semantics, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so <laughs> Chase holding Victor's head like he's doing a Hamlet. Does, does this look like a dead man? <laughs> look at how well he's preferred. Even the skin and stuff. I don't think Victor's dead. I think he's powered down. So you're going to reboot him. So she's like, so you're going to reboot him? You became a cybernetics expert while I was away? He's like, nah, I worked at a wiener schnitzel. (laughs) 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 That suits Chase so much. I can't stress. I can't explain how. But nah, I worked at a wiener schnitzel is the most Chase Stein sentence. It really is. I mean, remember, he's the appendix. Yeah. But I don't have to know how things work to fix them. I never have. He's like, yeah, really? He's like, really? He's like, yeah, I wired your parents' time machine. And then Kurt stops. Kurt starts, like, she just puts her face in her hands. And he's like, hey, Kurt, are you crying? No. It really seems like you're crying with uh, sniffing and the trembling. <laughs> so, well, what happens to me now? If I mean, if Carolina's right, if the runaways aren't a thing, where do I go? In a foster care? I don't have a grandmother who wants me. He's like, no, I never let that happen. He's like, so I stay with you, the grown man who ate my boyfriend? 
I don't know if you guys noticed, but you all grew up while I was dead. You're all adults now, especially incompetent ones. Meanwhile, I'm not even old enough to drive. I can't go to college or get... Oh, so you know what? Kurt's, two, Kurt's 15 going on 16. I mm-hmm. forgot that... I, I don't know why I thought Kurt was older than that. Yeah, I thought she was too, because I think they explained it later on, the, the age difference. And it didn't seem that bad. I mean, it was like four years. It's, it's four thought... years now. So I think Kurt would have turned like is about to turn 16 it's mm-hmm. she should be 18 <laughs> she should be 17 going on 18 at the youngest but because she was dead this is a past version of her uh and she's like he's like that we were gonna abandon you i didn't abandon you she's like you came back for me but you didn't wait for me Look at us. You were always too old for me, Stein. Now we're like Jerry Lee Lewis and his 13-year-old cousins. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Chase, <laughs> Chase Stein, total beast, goes, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh-huh. Chase Stein has never heard Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> She's like, we aren't anything now. We can't be. But yes, just yesterday in my time, you were my... And he's like, I was trying to give you back to him, you know? That guy you miss. I'm not going to abandon you. And then Nico just jumps in the back of the van. Hey, let's go get Molly. <laughs> Abort mission. Mission failed. Let's go. Yeah, mission failed successfully. <laughs> That's what she wanted, basically. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, she's like... Uh, Carolina's not coming. She's happy here, but we're getting the band back together. And Chase's face here. <laughs> it's like they told him the circus was in town. He looks so happy. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, while they talk, uh, while they talk, uh, Victor's head starts uh, turning back on. And uh, he says, uh, I thought you were a solo act now. Nah, being a mopey goth is like drinking. It's just depressing when you do it alone. That's true. That is uh, very true. As a as you were a mopey goth for a while. Yeah, I was. So I'm glad it's not that way anymore. Shout out to lose goth phase. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the bane of my existence tag on my Tumblr. <laughs> for real. Oh, those were good days. Oh, those were good days. Oh, you were so fucking evil. <laughs> uh, and so this issue, issue four, opens with Victor. Uh, his disembodied head plugged up to a multimeter. Uh, it says, you've heard of Pinocchio, right? Well, Victor Mancha is Pinocchio in reverse. He was born a real boy, then step by step, fall by fall, he realized he was nothing but a puppet. Poor little wooden head. Uh, and so while everybody gets ready to go to Molly's, uh, Victor is, is just kind of looking at them, hoping they don't see that he's awake. Yeah, I know. I couldn't tell if he was awake or if it was just like how he was reacting. But I eventually realized that he was very much awake yeah. especially when i went back and saw like once he jam- jammed that screwdriver into him he was like very awake after that yeah 
Yeah, while while Chase and Kurt were talking, Chase puts a screwdriver in Victor's ear and his eyes shoot open. Oh. <laughs> uh, and so Ch- Victor is like opening one eye, looking around, closing his eyes anytime they look back at him. And uh they're like, Chase, come on, we're leaving. He says, Yeah, yeah just a sec, I forgot Victor. And he straps Victor to his backpack, and Victor looks fucking pissed. I mean, he had two choices, you know, and one of those was tell everyone he was awake. Yeah, he could have just told everyone he was awake. Uh, we cut to Molly because her grandma's calling her. She's sitting. Molly is playing with her fucking Pokemon cards, putting them inside her uh, her little binder. Uh, and then we it really drives home what the thing is going on here. Uh, in this page because there's a bunch of uh, pictures of Molly's parents on the wall Uh, and in every one of them Molly's parents eyes are glowing pink the same as those cats I saw that oh my god I did not catch that the first time holy shit Uh, wow (laughs) and so Molly's grandma is like hurry up I want uh, you know I want to get a good sample before you have lunch because Molly's grandmother is a biologist who is testing on Molly's DNA. She's doing, she's experimenting with Molly's DNA. Uh, she says, uh, she tells her a story about her mom and how her mom used to play the tuba. Uh, and then, uh, the doorbell rings and who is there, but Molly's friends. And, Molly sticks her Molly's joy here at seeing Kurt is so good. Uh, yeah, she it was dives out. Moment. Yeah, it's really good. She dives out of the door, and uh, and hugs Gert, and she says, "Gert, you're alive, and you got short." <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you got tall, kiddo. Us whenever we see each other. (laughs) I love that you're not that short, but every chance I get, I'm like, man, you're really short. You know, I used to think I was normal height. (laughs) (laughs) And then you became friends with me. And for the last 10 years, I'm just like, hey, you're really short. (laughs) I think I'm getting shorter by the day as people tell me I'm short. That's because you're being dragged closer to hell, half pint. (laughs) Thanks. I'll see you there. <laughs> uh, and so they go inside. Molly's, uh, Molly's grandmother's like, grilled cheese for everyone. Uh, and Gert is immediately suspicious because Gert is suspicious of all adults. Mm-hmm. Also, Chris, you, you know, no one had to tell me that Chris Anka uh, enjoys the company of other men because he draws Chase like such a hunk. It's crazy. <laughs> like, there's this shot of, like, they're sitting at the table and Kurt, uh, Gert and Chase are sitting with their backs to, uh, like, the, the reader. And Chase, through the shirt, you can see how well-defined, <laughs> how fucking buff he is. True. He's like a very well-drawn character. That's crazy. Shout out to Chris Anka. <laughs> Drawing the beefiest dudes he can every chance he gets. Uh, and so Chase 
pulls Victor's head up onto the table. No table manners. <laughs> Chase was raised in a barn, apparently. And Molly looks terrified. Molly looks... Molly is so scared by this, she changes art styles for a second. <laughs> like, her... She looks like an, event, an adventure time character here. Yeah, she does. <laughs> She's like, what happened to Victor? He's like, it's fine. He's just on standby mode. I'm fixing him. And then Molly gets over it. Because you could tell a, you could tell a 13-year-old anything. Pretty much. Hey, 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 it's fine. It's fu you, you tell a kid, it's fine, I'm fixing it, and they'll just accept that. They'll either accept it until or, they're at that why phase. Yes, until they're like, okay, or, or how? It's like, don't worry about how I'm fixing it. I don't know. I'm Chase. <laughs> Have I ever known how I'm fixing anything? No. But I always do it. Uh, and so Molly's grandma starts passing around sandwiches, and uh, Gert staunchly refuses. It's like, nothing personal. I'll take sandwiches from strangers. Several grilled sandwiches later, Nico looks like she's gonna fucking pass out. That looks like it was the best grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup she's ever had in her fucking life. What? I have been on a tomato soup and grilled cheese binger, and honestly, I found a place that serves it some. It slaps. Like, I think about it like, <laughs> four days out of the week, and I've once had it four days in the week. But yeah, so when when this moment came up with the grilled cheese and tomato soup, I felt that. I felt that. And I was like, Gert, you're missing out, man. That's your problem. Nico's head. <laughs> she's got her head fully back. <laughs> Eyes closed, smiling wide. She is having a great time. Uh, and so Chase has a conversation over coffee with Molly's grandma. And <laughs> Kurt's like, I can't like to Nico whispering, I can't believe you drink coffee. It's like, Kurt, you drink coffee. Uh, it's like, yeah, I drink coffee despite, despite the adults in my life. I don't drink coffee with them. About that. Uh, so they're just talking about the ethicals of cloning and artificial intelligence, which hmm, <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, but they're just talking about growing Victor a new body. She's like, don't worry, but no offense, ma'am, but my friend was built by a supervillain. I'm going, I'm going to start worrying about ethics now. <laughs> you know, I, you never, it's never the grandmas. I'll say that much. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so uh, Molly wants to show them their, her room, and Nico says, Thank you so much for lunch, Mrs. Hayes. She says, You're welcome, Nico, though I prefer Doctor. She worked very hard for that title and will be called as such. I understand. I respected. Yeah, and Nico also understands. She's like, I would too, Dr. Hayes. And uh, while, while they're talking, she grabs a, she plucks a lock of Victor's hair. And, that part uh, was freaky to me. Yep, yep, very weird. Uh, and Molly runs off with Victor's head. She says, Molly, 
are like as they're as she's running up the stairs, Nico notices the pictures on the wall. She says, Molly, are those your parents? He's like, Yeah, I grew up they grew up in this house. I have my mom's old room. And Gert asks, I would so Nico, then Nico, Molly calls her like, says like, hey, don't be gross. But I think it's an apt question. She says, were they siblings? Because there's all these pictures of them together as children in this house that they grew up Growing in. Growing up together, yeah. She's like, and no, no, no. the same mutant power. Yeah. It's like my, my grandma took my dad in when he ran away from home. So they kind of grew up together. It's like, yeah, I did always think it was weird that your parents had the same mutant power. I thought that the next scene after that, once they actually like get past all that and go to Molly's room, it's so cute that she's just a normal teenager. She's just she's a so thirteen year old them, child. Yeah, like here's her Simpson collection. These are her Pokemon cards. That's her manga. That's her trundle bed. She plays soccer at school. Like it's so it's so cute. She's yo. I didn't catch this before. Like that she says this. I'm in seventh grade. They don't even care that I missed a bunch of years. They just no. drew, they just put her back in the seventh grade. They're like, all right. So I mean, how what are you, you supposed to do? Put her back. In, yeah. What do you do? Put her back in the fifth grade where she should be. <laughs> you have a thirteen-year-old fifth grader. That'd be fucked up. That would be. Not to mention she's already, like, super human strong. Right, but they don't know that. They, like, they don't. They're not testing for X genes. At public school. True. True. Uh, and then we came to get you, This Molly. timeline they should, honestly. <laughs> at this point, probably. Uh, we came to get you, Molly, to bring you home. She said, but Gert, I live here. <laughs> and like, and ne- she's like, I know. And Nico and Chase are sorry about that. They should have never abandoned you. She says, I live here with my grandma. <laughs> like, it feels like every L Gert takes, it hurts me a little more. And I'm just like, Gert, you need to give it up, girl. Like, you gotta give it up. This is just, I live here. Like, the way that grandma is like bolded here. I live here with my grandma. Well, because Gert's implying it's like, oh, you got taken by the system. It's like, that's her grandma like, yeah this is my mom's mom living family who who ostensibly is not a super villain y- right. yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like gert i have a family again and kurt goes right well i it just leaves yeah she can't seem it's like the shocking reality like there's some other your whole world like- changed in 90 seconds yeah, pretty much. The, the person who is essentially your little sister. Like, that's the role that she fills for everybody, but especially Gert. So much so that in the show, Runaways, Gert is Molly's older sister. Oh, wow. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, in the show, um, Molly's parents died in an accident when she was a kid. Uh, and so Gert's parents adopted her. Mm-hmm. So they just are sisters in that show. And uh, while Nico sits on the steps because Gert stormed out, uh, she talks to this cat who has a cute little half moon uh, around his eye. Yeah, that cat was wholesome. I didn't trust any of the other cats. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Find out later this cat's name is Rufus. 
Uh, and so Molly sits Victor's head on her bed and she looks at him. She goes, Victor, Victor <laughs> why are you pretending to be dead? And the narration repeats what it says earlier. Victor Mancha is dead. Or alternatively, he was never alive. But Molly Hayes is his friend and he's never left her hanging. He's just poking him in the side of the head. He opens his eyes and smiles at her. That was cute. No she's, one, everyone has a weak spot for Molly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's everybody's little sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there's a fucking Totoro poster on her wall, like a knockoff Totoro. I don't know if you caught that. <laughs> Bootleg Totoro. <laughs> um. He says, how could you t- how could you tell? I saw you rolling your eyes at Chase through your eyelids. Hey, how are you talking mm-hmm. without lungs? He says, I'm not sure he ever had any. Where's your body? Imagine I'm shrugging. <laughs> then Molly's like, you know what I've always wanted? One of those Barbie heads to teach you how to style hair. Oh, no. <laughs> She's like, no, no, Molly. But you have such beautiful hair. All right, maybe. <laughs> he says, blushing. Ultron programmed this cyborg to blush. <laughs> to murder and to blush. You know, both very vital things. He also programmed this cyborg to be Catholic, which is a fucked up thing to do. <laughs> to program a robot to experience Catholic guilt. You gotta be a real sick fuck. Funny. <laughs> and, uh, she says, do we have to keep pretending you're dead? For a little while longer. Why? Because when everybody else finds out I'm awake, then I have to decide on things. It's like whether, to, like whether to be a runaway again. Imagine I'm nodding. And he's like, so, "Okay, your secret's safe with me, and so is your hair." <laughs> uh, and so, Gert is trying to go hang out in the van. She talks to Molly's grandma. She's like, uh, "Where's Chase? Chase went to go get dinner." He's like, "Oh." And then they start talking about old lace, and uh, she, uh, Molly's grandma gives old lace some fucking cat food. They have so many cats. Old lace loves it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what Chase was feeding her too. Yes. Because where exactly are you gonna find dinosaur food? Right. <laughs> yeah. Later, it's established that Chase is buying like gigantic bags of cat food. <laughs> uh, so, so they. Molly's grandma tries to talk with uh, with Gert. Gert's really not letting her in because she's a very guarded person. and Especially against adults. Right. She's like, Molly talks about you all the time. All of you. You're like sisters and brothers to her. And I know that you've had it hard, especially hard, Gert, as the only one without powers. And she said, Chase doesn't have powers either. She says, of course he does. He's and cuts her and just stops there. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what does she know that we don't? What does she know what that we don't? This? this is never expanded upon. I uh, that have, Chase doesn't even know. I you know? am choosing to me, uh, to take that as uh, she knows about when Chase was Darkhawk. Oh, okay. I mean, considering it seems like... I mean, I don't want to say anything too soon until we get there. <laughs> yeah. Because if you check everything... Uh, if you check everything out, it's never nothing. It says that Chase has a uh, has the Chase has any powers or is a mutant or anything. He uses technology within his fists. 
Yeah, yeah, but he was briefly, he briefly had the Darkhawk amulet and was Darkhawk. Um, well, then he gives it back to, to, to Chris at the end of that story. So I don't know. Um, I feel like and, she knows something we don't. Yeah, that none of us know. Apparently, someone should ask. Someone should ask somebody about that because that's a weird breadcrumb <laughs> that has never picked up the rest of this run. Uh, and so she says, "It was none of that stuff was Molly's fault. She was just a kid." It's well, you're a kid too. So you don't have to grandmother me. I'm not your problem. I'm, I'm not. You're not anybody's problem. You're not a problem at all. And Molly loves you. There's no reason for you to feel powerless or left behind. And so Chase and Nico go to leave at the end of this. And Gert says, actually, I'm going to stay here. And the look that I, I never caught the look that, uh, that Dr. Hayes makes on this page, she looks like she is up to something. Which we know because the cat is telepathically doing something. Mm-hmm. And the look on her face was... I mean, Actually, not even just the look on her face, but the look on Molly's face. Molly knows something's up, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Also, it's plausible that maybe she is doing the thing that Marvel telepaths always do, which is uh, forcibly changing somebody's mind. Cause, I didn't un- even consider that. Oh my gosh. I just really thought that Gert had finally just been kicked enough while she was down. See, that that's she... what I think it is, too. But it's possible. Because, like, how could she go from not even accepting a sandwich from this lady to deciding to live with her you know mm-hmm. like but at first i thought it was just because like first she comes back and finds out everyone's apart victor's dead carolina doesn't want to sh- join them molly is has found her home um clara's in the system like i just thought that she was just finally like giving up you know but now that you mentioned that that's entirely a possibility I didn't even think about that. Wow. I mean, it's a possibility, but I don't think it's. I don't think that's what happened. But it's because they really built it up to where Gert just felt like she was just down on. Right. There's nowhere for me to go. Life. My friends don't want to be here, and I. And all I've got is my ex-boyfriend, who is now too old for me. Old to be my boyfriend. <laughs> right. Because if Gert's 15, 16 here, which I definitely thought she was like a year older than that, I, uh, but if she's 15, yeah, yeah, Chase has no business. They have no business being together, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, you know, Ch- uh, Nico, or Nico, Molly and Gert have a conversation uh, in, uh, it laying in laying in their beds uh about just everything because Molly's like, I couldn't save my dad, I couldn't save Gert. And she looks over just to check and see if Gert is still there. And she's like, I'm still here, Molly. Well just checking. For a long time you weren't, you know? Yeah, I know. Dead and buried. It's weird, you look exactly the same. She's like, Well yeah, for you it's been two years. For me it was a week. I was like, well, you weren't kidnapped, Gert. You were rescued by your boyfriend. 
And she's like, well, yeah. <laughs> It's been a couple, been a couple years. She's like, Montgomery, are you sure you want to stay? You, this is why I don't think it was like a brainwashing thing. Because she says, are you sure you want to stay here? And she's like, not if you don't want me to. I don't want to invade your space. She's like, I don't have a lot of other choices. Everybody else has grown up and moved on. I may as well go back to school and, I don't know, try to be a normal kid again. She's like, but you hate school and normal adults and normal kids and all adults. She's like, that was past Gert. Who knows what present Gert hates? Maybe I should be more like you, Molly. You're happy. You're in a good place. The next morning, uh, Molly's grandma is drawing Gert's blood. She's like, Gert's letting me run a few tests to explore the effects of time travel on DNA. She's a once-in-a-lifetime scientific opportunity. She's like, that's what all the boys say. <laughs> this reminds me of the joke uh, in uh, that one issue where, <laughs> where Chase says, Gert's code name should be Power Vacuum. Oh my god, I just remembered that. <laughs> <laughs> Power oh Vacuum, which was briefly your Tumblr username. Yeah, it was. That's hilarious. Uh, and so, Gert, Molly's trying to talk to Gert, and Gert just seems totally disinterested in everything, and Molly is scared molly is worried molly is so freaked out by her grandma running these tests that she kicks a tree over and she's like gert i was thinking you don't have to go along with grandma's tests if it makes you feel like a lab rat or something she's like i don't mind yeah but she'd understand you know if you just wanted some space she just gets really excited about science and stuff like, i don't mind it makes me feel useful like there's some point to all this Plus, your grandma has good stories. Did you know she protested Vietnam and nukes? And she hates almost super. She hates superheroes almost as much as my parents did. She thinks everyone should have powers, or no one should. And, and at first, when I read that, I thought that Molly was starting to feel encroached upon. Mm-hmm. Like, like that was her grandma. Like her grandma was the one that ran tests on her, and now she was having to share that with with like a sister, basically. And that's yeah. what I thought that it was initially. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, until I think the next the next couple pages kind of driving home or the next couple panels mm-hmm. he's like maybe we could call Chase and see if everybody wants to come out this weekend and Gert rolls over and says if Chase wanted to see me or you he would have already he would have called already Molly looks over sees the cat looking at her and starts singing it's <laughs> starts singing it's a small world small world and uh uh, cut to Chase. This is such a sad panel of Chase, who I assume has been drinking by the bo- uh Like, we don't see what this bottle next to him is. But we know. Yeah, he's laying there, uh, hand over his face, uh, looking real ripped. <laughs> he just says, uh, and the panel just says, she's right. If Chase wanted to see anyone, he'd call. And Victor is looking down at him. And Victor looks so, like... He looks like he just pities him. He's just like, ah, man. Ah, buddy. You'll be alright, guy. (laughs) Like, this isn't the vibe of the comic, but Victor's face here reminds me of that tweet where the... She's just having a little sex, bro. She's going to call you back. No worries. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, And 
so Molly comes in, uh, scares her grandma because she sneaks up. She's like, "Grandma, I'm home." Uh, her grandma drops her fucking plate or whatever, and she's like, "Molly, uh, where's?" Uh, where's Gert? He's like, oh, she's in the backyard, honey, playing with old days. Why don't you tell her to come in? I made some muffins and I have a few tests I want to run. And Gert is just sitting outside looking sad. Looking just miserable. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, and like a normal teenager with her cat outfit. Yes, this is a, <laughs> a peak teenager in 2017 look. <laughs> For real. I, th- I think my sister owned a similar outfit. I think we all did. Haircut, haircut and everything. Did you have purple hair at some point? Am I remembering that correctly? Or... Half purple. Okay. The other half was pink. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. I remember the Close pink. enough. Yeah. Every girl has a Ramona, Ramona <laughs> flower stage. Um, and so Molly comes outside and she says, Gert, I need to talk to you about something but you can't think about it and she says I can't think about it if you do the cats will find out <laughs> like Molly sounds like an insane person here if we it think does about it. but then it all starts to come together and she's like we have to run away tonight what why why are we keeping a secret from the cats because they'll read our minds and tell her <laughs> she's like this is real Gert my grandma gives her cats powers just like she gave my parents powers just like she's gonna give you powers if we don't run away I've, I glossed over it earlier but we see uh, a page where uh, it is implied that Gert, uh, that Molly's grandmother created her parents' ex-gene mm-hmm like she just figured out the mutant genome and implanted it in her daughter and this little boy who came to live with them. And she's like, uh, "Wait, what kind of powers? The same kind of parents? The same kind my parents had? Telepathy, forever pink eye, whichever you, wh- uh, whether you want them or not." I and didn't make the forever pink eye connection. I was like, "What is she talking about, pink eye for?" Their eyes are <laughs> always pink. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> she's like Molly I feel like you're saying your grandma is a she just starts singing and so Molly just starts singing it's a small world because she hears a cat uh, she's like oh never mind it's just Rufus <laughs> I think he's on my side this cat's face when he meows is yeah, so it's so happy. much I love joy it. I love it I'm actually going to screenshot it right now save <laughs> <laughs> it for myself she says, uh, my gra- do you think your grandma's an evil mad scientist? It's like, no, nah, she's not evil. She just experiments on stray cats and stray people sometimes. Stray she's people. Like, she's like, why didn't you take the chance to leave when we all came to get you? Because I like it here. She's my grandma. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, is your grandma experiencing on you? No, she actually just wants to study me because I was born with powers. Because when you manufacture an X gene into people, and then those people have a kid, you pun it squares it all you want, two mutants are going to make a mutant baby. Yeah. Which is how but that... it's strange, though, because like they had that gene implanted. 
Yeah, but it's a gene that they now have and can pass down. Yeah. We can't think too hard about the the biology of Marvel characters. True, true. Because in the 60s, radiation would activate your X gene. Uh, and she's like, all right, Victor, I've been ignoring you. Cut, cut to Chase. He's like, uh, all right, Mancha, I've been ignoring you long enough. Let's get you talking again. God, you used to talk so much. Always with the facts. Always with the explaining. Well, actually, Chase. Well, actually, Victor, I don't give a damn. This would be so much easier if Ultron had given you a USB port. It is unclear. He's he's doing this chugging whiskey, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yes, he is. Uh, He's like, this would be so much easier if Ultron had given you a USB port. And it's unclear what this tool he's using is. Is it a screwdriver? Is it a soldering iron? Who knows? Uh, but Victor starts to spark. Sparks coming out of this And Victor ears. is physically, like, visually in pain. He does not like <laughs> this. And he said, well, that's progress. You weren't sparking before. When Gert changed, uh, when Gert came back from the future to warn us you were a sleep agent, I thought we should have dismantled you right then. Like, she came back to stop you. We should have stopped you. And you killed Gert in the future, man. And she was your girlfriend. So there's a timeline where you steal my girlfriend and then kill her. Do you know how messed up that is? Well, actually, Chase. <laughs> well, actually, Chase, you let her die in the past. So the future never happened. Shut up, Mancha. <laughs> like, he's so mad at Victor's disembodied head. <laughs> he said, Gert said we couldn't fry your hard drive because you might go because just because you might go bad. I was like, he'll definitely go bad. He's programmed to go. He was programmed to go bad. Man, you're gonna be so pissed when I bring you back and realize you're stuck with me. I wonder why the Avengers didn't send us your body. The government is full of pervs, and then Victor's like, "Shut up! Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Chase! Stop talking. He says, "Victor, you're alive. You're alive." <laughs> that whole scene, that little panel, was so great. Like the the, pan- <laughs> the beat of him realizing you're alive. It's like, because of me. Yep. <laughs> I mean, me now. you're Again. alive because of me. Now I know what it feels like to be God. <laughs> Kill me now. Again. <laughs> so come back to, to Molly and Gert brushing their teeth and singing It's a Small World. <laughs> and <laughs> Molly's grandma's like, you guys have been singing that song for hours. And she's like, oh, it gets stuck in your head. It's the best ride at Disneyland. Which, the, listen, when was the last time you went to Disneyland? You live right there. Seven years ago. That's fucked up. Uh, I, I think the last time I went to Disneyland was like 2003. I mean, I missed an opportunity to go. I decided to be a good noodle and not skip school to go to Disneyland. <laughs> um, that was a regret. But it's okay. It's okay. There's you other got your good noodle stars, so. Yeah, I got my good noodle stars. Totally worth it. <laughs> and uh, but it's a small world ride is an essential to most Disneyland goers, and just thinking about the ride brings a song back into my head. So oh yeah, the the longer this goes on, the longer I think. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. My, that's all my brain is doing right now. <laughs> I uh, guess it's better than the other song that was stuck in my head. Uh. And so, uh, Gert also has never been to Disneyland. She's like, 
We're fixing that immediately. Molly and I go at least once a month. Your parents really were villains. And Molly kind of cuts her eyes at her grandma and then realizes that one of the cats is in the room and then goes right back to singing it to herself. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the so, grandma must be suspicious of them. I don't cause know. Because they've been, because she's, the psychic cats have gotten nothing all day, but it's a small world after all. Yeah. Uh, they're singing it in its entirety. They're singing parts of this song. I don't nah, know. We don't even know. I, yeah. I don't even know this part. Um, Victor and Chase are talking, he says. So you've been awake, Chase says, you've been awake for weeks? So yeah, I woke up in the van after you left Carolina's. He's like, I knew I was right to stick that Allen wrench in your ear. He's like, surely that was a coincidence. <laughs> He's like, so why have you been playing possum this whole time? He's like, because I didn't want to talk to you. He's like, harsh, Mancha. Why really? He's like, no, I'm serious. Nobody asked you to resurrect me. He says, oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that's why somebody sent me your head. Besides, I didn't have to resurrect you. You weren't dead. You were still in there. He's like, yeah, but it wasn't your decision to make. I deserve some self-determination. How was I supposed to know what you wanted? You were asleep. That that does not hold up in court. Plead the fifth. <laughs> if anything, that will get you sent to jail quicker. Say, that especially does not hold up in court. <laughs> Prison time. Chase, you're going to jail. Uh... Has an underage ex-girlfriend. Resuscitated <laughs> someone against their will. <laughs> so He's Chase... having a bad record. <laughs> so Chase, let me get this straight. You got older, but she stayed the same age? <laughs> Interesting. That's not the if I'm 13, she's 13 that we usually hear, but... <laughs> so you're telling me a little that, spicy. that last week she was 15... That she was 15. You were 15. Yeah. And you were 17 and turned 18. But now are suddenly 20. And she is still 15. Something yes. doesn't hold up here. Son, put your hands above. Put your hands on your back. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, you're going to jail. You're going to prison. Uh, it's, like, it's like, what happened to you, Victor? He's like, he's like, what do you want me to do? You want me to turn you off? I can't do that. I don't know how I, how did I turn you on. What happened to you? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about anything these days. He's like, so why wake up now? I would have given up on you eventually. You could have let your brain go to screensaver. He's like, because <laughs> someone has to make sure you go rescue Gert and Molly from that weird lady. He's like, what? Molly's grandma? She said she'd help me grow you a new body in her basement. <laughs> It's like, it's like, that didn't make you worry at all? It's like, she's Molly's parents, his mom, both of them. Didn't you see all those creepy photos? So True like, and creepy, yeah. <laughs> like, when he puts it like that, it's... <laughs> well, when he adds in that she stole a strand of his hair. Yeah, yeah, it looks like she stole a strand of my hair. Oh, well, you do have nice hair. That's no secret. Ultron took good care at you. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, did you really save Gert from some creepy adult in the past just to abandon her to a creepy adult in the present? It's like, I was trying to allow her some self-determination. <laughs> like, Dr. Hayes raised two supervillains who wore fishnet masks. Right? Those masks. <laughs> like, Chase and... masks were sick, okay? <laughs> it's a, it is a full-face fishnet. I... We're gonna have to agree to disagree on that one, bud. 
I mean, just the way they made it look was really badass. I'm, yeah. I'm just just in that one picture, but that was about it. In theory, when you actually say it out loud, yeah, it sounds ridiculous, but in photo, it looked really cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, "Hey, do you need anything?" He's like, "All right, let's go get Gert and Molly and Old Lace." He says, "Hey, do you need anything while I get ready?" And Victor goes, "You know what? I'm dying for a coat, but I think it just run through my neck." <laughs> Which is a great gag that we don't get to see play out. Oh, sadly. Uh, so Nico is laying on her, laying back in her apartment, twirling the staff of one above her head while she, or above her while she lays in bed. And then, uh, knock at the door. It's Carolina, looking. Her hair looks fucking fantastic here. What the fuck? Yeah, I was like, who gave her the right to show up to her? It's unclear. (laughs) I feel like I feel like we can say that they're exes. I'm gonna say yeah. I definitely, I definitely am gonna say that they're exes. I feel like the tension's in the room. Yes, it's there. That's all that matters. There is. It feels like something happened once, and they don't talk about it. I mean, Nico never really made a decision. That was her dropping the ball. Yeah, well, she doesn't get the chance to make a decision because that same issue, Zavin shows up. True. Um, you snooze, uh, you lose. Yep. Uh, and so she's like, how did you know where I live? She's like, well, you're still in the Avengers database. Julie looked you up for me. She's like, right, Julie, your girlfriend. It's like, is it okay that I came over? Yeah, yeah, come in. Meanwhile, this fucking time machine is still sitting in Nico's living room. <laughs> it's still here. Uh, and she's like, well, I was thinking about what you said about getting everybody back together. Where's everybody else? And she's like, rumors of our reunion have been greatly exaggerated. We fell apart. Gert's with Molly now. Chase went back to his cave. I'm here. And then she says, oh, beat. It's like it's like one panel on the next page. Nico immediately tries to kiss Gert. Man. I mean, at least she she tried to shoot her shot, but it's, you know, a couple years too late. Yeah. She says, Nico, I have a girlfriend. Why do you always do this? She says, I don't know. Okay, define always and this. Yes. Why do you always do this? Meaning this has happened before. This has definitely happened before. Because uh, Nico can't not make bedroom eyes at everybody. She she's, she sees pretty girl and her brain shuts down. Which me too, partner. I understand. Because this happens later when Pixie and Wolverine show up to because they think Molly's in danger. Uh, Nico has a moment yet Nico, again. Nico has a moment where she just looks at her and Pixie are just looking at each other, and she's thinking about kissing her. She's like, I can't do that. That'd be a really bad idea. But I really want to kiss this girl. Especially since she just becomes a home wrecker. <laughs> Granted, though, it's a lot more deep than that. Yeah. The home was already wrecked without the home her is help. the home is wrecking itself. Nico is just here to say its last rites. Uh, then suddenly, to break the tension, save them from this. Chase busts in with he has Victor strapped to him Perfect like timing. You you know those uh, those baby carriers where you're holding the baby on the front, 
Yeah. That is exactly what Chase is holding Victor like here. At least he has the courtesy to wear him on the front instead of the back. Yeah. <laughs> he says, put your shoes on, girls. We got a kind and accomplished elderly woman to, to clobber. What the fuck, Chase? Victor! I really love Chase coming into his dad his dad era so much. Yes, yes. Like, we, we get more of that later on. We're not going to get too far into that. But Chase and Nico yeah. do legally uh, adopt Molly. Adopt Molly. With magic. <laughs> and the funniest part of that is that they're sitting at the, um, they're sitting at the parent teacher conference. And they're like, so right? you're Nico, you're Molly's legal guardians. Now note, these are two people in their late teens, very early twenties. Like Nico is 19. Chase is 20. Chase is not drink or rent cars yet. <laughs> they are very clearly young people. And, uh, Chase, uh, like they're just the teacher just stares at them and goes, "All right, okay, <laughs> sure, this might as well perfectly legal." Yep, because it is also because uh, Nico did it with magic. Yeah. Uh, it's um. So Gert and Molly are going to leave. And so Nico or Gert says, are you sure your grandma's asleep? She's like, even better. She's got three episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine to watch. <laughs> Which, yeah, true. Uh, and uh, they go to jump out the window. Uh, Molly's like, let me go first. I'm invulnerable. She's like, I'm definitely going to jump first. What if you don't catch me? No, she's like, I'm going to let you jump first, but what if you don't catch me? She's like, Kurt, I am an elite athlete. It's like, you're 13. What if I crush you? I'm invulnerable. <laughs> Can't we just tie some sheets together? Uh, and as they go to get out the window, uh, Dr. Hayes from off, off page goes, I forgot to say goodnight. And the look on Molly's face here is incredible. She... <laughs> Just this look of total horror. <laughs> oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh shit. Oh fuck. <laughs> it is it's perfectly a kid just got caught doing something they weren't they supposed to be doing. Have. Yeah. <laughs> like your hand is in the cookie jar. You you are in trouble. He says, I'm very disappointed in you girls. Especially you, Gert. I welcomed you like one you were one of my own. I should have known better. Nothing good comes from the pride. I begged my Alice and Jean to walk away from the pride. I knew they were trouble. Thieves and magicians. Actors. Even the scientists <laughs> weren't proper scientists. More like downmarket arms dealers. But my children wanted more. They were drunk on power. and Or the, my children wouldn't, wouldn't listen. They were drunk on power and they wanted more. And yeah, yeah, we get the fishnet masks. This It, it looks like... Alice is wearing a stocking over her face. I I cannot okay. stress enough. <laughs> she looks like she looks like she's trying to cosplay the shocker but ran out of material. Okay, you got me there. <laughs> so I could have given it to them. I made them extraordinary. I could have given them immortality too if they had been more patient. Well, I learned my lesson. You can't control the, your children, even when you design their DNA by hand. 
I won't beg this time. I won't let, and I won't let Molly walk away like her parents did. I, I'll destroy what's left of the pride once and for all. And then Chase busted. Put your shoes on, girls. It's time to go home. <laughs> God, Chase looks so cool here. Chase, Molly, he does. Uh, Chase, Nico, and Carolina look awesome in this page. Yeah, I always love the juxtaposition they do between Carolina and Nico in their outfits. Yes, where it's sunshine girlfriend, uh, goth girlfriend. Yeah, it really is. Love that. Love that for them. You you should watch the show. <laughs> really? It is. Yeah, the show jumps right to that. I think they're together by the end of season one. Uh, oh, nice. And it is very much all the time Carolina is this like... She is so sweet and so bubbly all the time. And Nico's like, fucking turn, close the blinds, shut the windows. I'm doing You set me shit. up for another hiatus. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> no, the show has an ending. It has an okay. ending, but it has like an ending that should, that like could hook back into its own show. Another season or something. Right, another or... season if they decide to. Uh, okay. Issue six. Uh, we're going to do this and I think we're going to do one more issue. Um. I gotta double check which issue number that is. But uh, this issue opens with narration on Chase. Chase Stein is the lamest runaway. <laughs> no, ma- <laughs> no powers, no magic, no pet dinosaur. Uh, ask And not so blessed in the brain department. Just ask his friends or his ex-girlfriend. Or you could ask his, prob- his parents if they weren't dead. Everyone else puts up with him <laughs> because he's the only one with a car. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they put they put up with him because they're all part of a club they can't kick him out of the we betrayed our evil parents and then kind of killed them club the other kids might not like him kids he is 20 this is an adult <laughs> <laughs> the other kids might not like him or want him or need him but chase still loves moments like this more than anything in the world when they're all together when they're about to kick some ass he definitely is very dad vibes in this panel. Like, yes. come on, look at his face. <laughs> he's, he's everybody's goofy big brother who you think is cool. <laughs> he's your friend's goofy big brother who you think is really cool when you're in high school. And then you realize as an adult, like, oh, this dude's a loser. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's tragic. Uh, so he's like, Molly, your grandma's evil. We're here to rescue you. She's not evil. We're already leaving. <laughs> and everyone realizes, Kurt realizes Victor's on. And she's like, Victor, you're alive. Are you alive? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm alive. It's like, I fixed him. Tell her I fixed you. <laughs> he did, in fact, fix me. <laughs> uh, and then we get a really good page where Chase smiles. And then immediately there's a cat on his face. <laughs> With a big meow sound effect. Uh, there will be no rescuing. There will be no running away. And they then have to fight these cats. Uh, and... <laughs> Chase just punches a cat. Just, just full on. Steps in, turns his hand... And lays a cat out. And these are not, like, super cats or anything. They're not giant cats. They are simply... Uh, Normal-sized cats. Normal-sized telepathic tele- uh, telepathic cats. Let's just... Uh, says, All right, lady, call your cats off or else. Uh, and then the cat, one of the cats scratches Nico, which lets the staff of one... Uh, 
out. She's like, Molly, again, horrified. It's like, rule number one, nobody hurts my grandma. It's like, it's not your job to protect me, Molly. I'm your grandmother. It's my job to protect you. And that's what I'm trying to do. And she hisses and all the cats then turn and look and give everybody psychic headaches, including Victor, who I would think is immune to psychic attacks. Yeah, what the hell? What the fuck, Ultron? <laughs> Computer brain should be immune to psychic attacks. And, uh... She's like, Molly, it's not too late. I can let your friends uh, go, but you have to stay here. He's like, Grandma, I want to. I love you, but I can't. You're messed up. I knew you were sort of bad. I thought it would be okay because you're not as bad as my parents. I thought I could live with sort of bad. She's like, then you had to go and hurt Gert. And she's like, I didn't hurt Gert. She's like, you're hurting her right now! <laughs> what the f Like, Molly's, fa Molly's faces here are so good. <laughs> they really are. They're so expressive. Yes. Just like I was going to, I was going to make Gert extraordinary, just like your mother and father. I was going to make her special. Gert is already special. She's the specialist. And then Molly proceeds to grab the cats and start shaking them, <laughs> making them dizzy. The like, fucking cat expressions are hilarious. <laughs> These cats are there to throw up. She's like. She's like, sorry, kiddies, you have to let go of my friends. It's her, they're doing that thing with Molly's face again, where it's like an art style change on her face. She's the only one they do this with. <laughs> Did you see the cat in the bottom right corner looking terrified that it might be next? Uh <laughs> <laughs> so, oh shit, oh fuck. Uh, and, uh... Nico asks, Carolina, can you neutralize the cat? She's like, I think so. And Molly, again, Molly is like, nobody hurts my cat, grandma's cat. She's like, for God, God's sake, Molly. And Nico casts a spell to herd the cats. Uh, they jump out the window. And she's like, they'll land on their feet. It's fine. And uh, he's like, this is, Chase's like, this is pointless. How are we supposed to beat someone we can't hurt? Victor rolling his eyes it's almost like giant robot fist can't solve anything can't solve everything cat scratches by the way <laughs> yes covered in cat scratches these cats have been kicking the shit out of these guys for real and uh they're like let's just go and then a voice goes molly are you molly and molly's mom walks in And she's like, it's like, is that my mom? It's like, Molly, your parents are dead. Well, you're wrong, Kurt. Death is irrelevant to genetics. Alex, Alice lives in her DNA. I've made some improvements thanks to you and your friends. She'll have a better life than before. She'll have genes soon, too. We'll all be together. And she's like, everybody's just like, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah, that was wild. I couldn't believe that she actually, like, did that. And I felt like that was the thing that put Molly, like, that pushed her over the edge and was like, can we leave? Yeah, we should go. Uh, she's like, how dare you rebuke me about what's natural after you sent your parents to their deaths? I almost lost my children because of your unnatural behavior. Fortunately, I had them cataloged. 
I would like to take a second and note here uh, because there's a similar thing they're doing with the X-Men currently. The X-Men have found a way to beat death by way of the, uh, they, they're calling the, uh, the Krakoan res, uh, Resurrection Protocols, where uh, the mutant circuit called the Five, which is Hope Summers, uh, Proteus, Elixir, Egg, and uh, Tempest, can basically make perfect genetic copies of uh like a blank body to download a mutant's consciousness into after they die. Mm-hmm. The difference is that Dr. Hayes wants to, wants them to be her perfect children. She never got and essentially to control them. Uh, Ones that won't betray her for more power. Right. Versus on Krakoa, when they bring you back, you're you and you get to decide what you want to do. Provided you don't break these three rules. Other than that, do whatever. We don't give a fuck. Also, don't die in front of humans. <laughs> That's not Wait, a why? rule. Why was that a thing? Because uh, then, well, because they're their own sovereign nation. They're their own country. So if you die in front of a human, like in a public way, and then you come back, people are going to start asking questions. And as a country, we... People can't Explain. find out that this country can revive its citizens after they die. I that would see. just it be makes sense. that would be terrible. Uh, like there's a recent thing where Cyclops dies defending, protecting some kids, and he's mad that he can't go back in the field as himself. They're because they're like Scott. It would raise too many questions. They're already figuring stuff out. We can't let them put that all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's a whole thing. Uh, Gert and Molly go out through the window, and uh, Doctor Hayes has the clone of Molly's mom. Uh, do a psychic attack on that knocks out Nico. Carolina then just freaks out. She doesn't like it, and uh, the the sky just gets filled with light. And that's we don't see what happens after that. The next thing we see is just them sitting in the uh, sitting in the backyard together, and. Uh, Molly says, maybe that version of my mom is a better version. I don't think so, Molly. Uh, th- uh, Old Lace ate, <laughs> ate a couple of the cats. A couple? I don't know about a couple. I think she ate all but like one of the cats. <laughs> about two dozen, it sounds like. <laughs> uh, they're like, I guess we call the Avengers for this. We can't get my grandma out of the Avengers. We can't leave her. She's cloning supervillains. She's like, yeah, but she's my grandma. And that clone is my... my. It's like, you guys are with me, right? We can't just look the other way. And Nico's right, Molly. Chase says, Nico's right, Molly. Your grandma would just keep coming after you. Only because she loves me. Ah, oh, kid. People who love you are the very worst. <laughs> <laughs> True and real. It says... Yeah. All in favor of call. We're calling the Avengers. All in favor, say aye. 
Uh, the only people who definitely say yes to this are Nico, Victor, and Chase. Uh, <laughs> they get an I mean from Carolina and an I guess from Gert. Also, worth mentioning, in these on this page, in this one panel, uh, Molly and, or not Molly, Nico and Carolina are holding hands. True, I just saw that. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Yeah, the home has been wrecked. The home is the home is being wrecked. The call is coming from inside the house. It's uh, <laughs> up until she goes. I could call Julie. And she's like, I, I, we don't need your girlfriend's help. I was an Avenger, you know. <laughs> and Mo, like, she looks so mad here. Nico, it's like, stop bringing up fucking Julie. Uh, and uh, then. Rufus runs runs over. Uh, Molly picks him up and hands Victor to Gert. This is where we get like another kind of like the, it's subtle early, but like once you know it's going to happen with the two of them, um, it's hard yeah. to ignore. Um, and uh, it's like uh, Nico, can I keep him? <laughs> Nico's like no. He's an evil telepath. <laughs> like, I don't want. Chase is like, I don't want to live with a cat that can rate, read my mind. And Gert says, "That's like all cats." <laughs> and I just want to add, they're all covered in, in so cat many, scratches. so many cat scratches. Uh, and she says, "What if it?" Chase says, "What if it smites us? Am I the only one who remembers being smote?" <laughs> um. And uh, the, Rufus rubs up against Victor, and Nico's like, fine, I agree. And the look that Carolina gives her here is, I don't want to say it's a fuck look, but it's kind of a fuck look. Because, <laughs> I mean, Nico blushes and looks away. Come yes, on. she blushes and looks the other direction. <clears throat> it's... It's okay. It's all right. Um, we're going <laughs> to quickly gloss over a couple things that happened here before we jump to this uh, this last issue we're going to cover here. Uh, N- Nico and uh, Chase become uh, become uh, Molly's legal guardians. They go away to... Uh, they go away to... Uh, school or they they take her to school they start taking her to school um and uh a doombot shows up to because he wants victor because he's like what the fuck that's my guy (laughs) uh gert finds out that victor has a uh has a tattoo of her name on it chase chase yeah, yeah, Victor. Vic, you know what? Victor's his name, too. Fuck it. <laughs> true, true. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Chase has a tattoo of her name. Uh, Julie and Carolina break up because <laughs> Molly's friend from school is permanently 13 and wants Molly what to eat this cupcake that turns That would her... also make her permanently 13. Yeah. Uh, the Doombot tries to give Victor a new body, like a like a Terminator body. Uh, 
Gert realizes, Gert realizes, oh shit, so many people look like me now. I This is something I wouldn't have thought about, but in the time that Gert was created, 2005, there weren't a lot of people walking around dyeing their hair purple. It wasn't, as, like a lot of people did it, but it wasn't as common as it is now. No, not at all, yeah. So Gert realizes how much she looks like everyone else everyone else so then she changes everything about the way she dresses uh they like she just looks like a different person now and i really like this look on her i was about to say i love this look on her like Mm -hmm. it looks it's so good it's just it's chef's kiss like i was like wow i love this version of girl perfect way to update this character because she's the only one who hadn't been updated because she was the only one who wasn't around. Oh, also, I, I did forget to... I, I got sidetracked. I forgot to mention the thing about... Uh, the thing about uh, Molly's friend. She... The cupcake gets left over at Mo, at the, uh, the hostel. Julie eats it and gets turned into a 13-year-old. Uh, <laughs> this... she They turn her back, but she's like, this is fucking weird. You don't hang out with me as much anymore you're clearly hanging out with nico again and i don't really like it uh it's not even just that she was like she was talking about how like yeah when it was your past and you didn't want to talk about it that's fine i respect that but like now your past is your fucking present and you still won't talk about it yeah so we should we should break up and so they do uh they go see clara uh and uh, Clara, who lives with her two dads now, yeah. and uh, Clara's like, I'm former, happy. former homophobic child bride. <laughs> I forgot that Clara used to be a homophobe. <laughs> yeah, she's like, you guys taught me it's what lo- it's love that matters. Yeah. And it's like, nice job, Clara. Yep. And they're like, uh, hey, so we're here to break you out so we can be runaways again. And she's like, fucking no? She's like, no thanks. I have a garden here. Yeah, this is after nice uh, try. After she se- tells Molly that she doesn't want to go to Krakoa. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, Josh and Paul are my, f- my dads now. Uh, they're going to adopt her, is yeah. what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I, I'm just double checking. I think the issue that I wanted to the last issue, yes, is issue twelve. Oh man. Uh, so issue twelve is kind of the one, really, of just like this was kind of the most affirmative statement that this book made about what its identity was going to be, because I think the early issues get into the trouble of trying to catch in. They, they have to catch up with a bunch of stuff that happened at this point in publication almost 10 years ago. Well, I mean, I also feel beside that they also did a good job of just creating the story where if you hadn't read the previous Runaways, you could Oh, they just put these pages in there. Yeah, they had to do a ton of, like, catching up for people that maybe had never seen any Runaways at all, you know. And actually, these, they did a great job. And they do a great job of recreating the art style of those issues. Like Chris Anka draws these draws these pages, but they yeah. look and exactly it looks like, like yeah, yeah. 
And so this is Runaways issue 12. The story is called Time After Time. Uh, and it is about Nico and Carolina. Ah, yes, our star-crossed lovers. Yeah, and I really like the cover for this issue with Nico on it and the, the constellation framing her head. Yeah, I think it's gorgeous. Yeah, the, the devil works hard. Chris Honka works a lot harder. <laughs> um, so, sometimes you get a se don't get a second chance. Sometimes a door opens. Uh, and it opens with that flashback to Carolina trying to kiss Nico uh, that night in the park. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, that's uh, what I was talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah, she's like, uh, sometimes the door opens and you slam it shut so hard it's stuck forever. And she's like, uh, so Carolina asks, I'm sorry, am I moving too fast? She's like, yes, no, I mean, you shouldn't be moving in my direction at all. Wait, you're into girls? Yes, not all of them, but yes, aren't you? This leaves out the part where she says, you said you were done with guys after Alex. She says, yeah, I mean, I'm really done dating everybody. But, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it was just a confusing time for her. Yes, it's her Her boyfriend just tried to sell them out to ancient beings. To their parents. To their parents and, and also ancient beings. Uh, it says... And it's so no good saying that you were caught off guard, that you didn't understand, that, or that you were only 16 and you didn't know enough to know what you were losing. Um, and so cuts back to today. Uh, huh. I never thought about it. I guess I kept thinking that Chase was 20, but if this was two years ago, Chase would be about to turn 20 here. Because Nico and Carolina are 18. If they're 16 here. Yeah, because she was in college. Yeah, Carolina is a college freshman. Mm -hmm. uh, and she's like, uh, do we have to do... It cuts back to today. And, um, and Carolina's like, do we have to do this now? I'm not really in the mood for surprises. Uh, and they, uh, they go upstairs and... <laughs> Nico's like, if we don't do it now, I think Chase might actually cry. He's been dying for you to get here. Uh, and so they come in to the room, and Chase has built a skylight into Carolina's room. That was really wholesome. Chase is such a good dude. He's such a great guy. You almost forget that he had like this huge crush on Carolina earlier. <laughs> Remember that? He and Nico have that in common. <laughs> Also, I I don't want to spoil the show too much for you. Nico and Chase almost end up having a lot in common uh, in the show. Oh, no. <laughs> that is to say, um, minor spoiler uh, for those of you who have not seen Runaways Season 1, but it came out five years ago. Chase, it's not a spoiler at this point. Yeah, Chase's mom is having an affair with Nico's dad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, Chase and Chase and Nico are almost siblings in that show. <laughs> Jeez. Now I kinda need to watch it. Yep. And Chase is like, uh now you can move in. It's without draining your solar batteries because Carolina gets her power from the sun. 
but like essentially her life force comes from the sun if she's away from the sun it like makes her physically ill uh and he's like it wasn't that hard just a bunch of tunnels and mirrors and uh carolina's kind of thrown off by the idea that that she could move in and chase's face here is so good (laughs) chase looks like he looks like spongebob about to cry Uh, he looks like the episode of Spongebob where he makes Squidward a sweater out of his tears. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he looks like he just found out that Mr. Krabs was being cheap about being Krabby the Clown. Oh my god. <laughs> All I saw him. was Chippy the Cheapskate! <laughs> <laughs> And so Carolina is like, I'm just really distracted today. Isn't a great day for me. And um, she's like, well, you know how my parents had that children's charity? Now that I'm 18, I have to sit on the board. She says, no offense, dude, but our parents' other uh, children's charity was about murdering them. Valid point. She's like, the Dean Foundation is different. It does such so much good that it survived the public relations nightmare of my parents being outed as super criminals. And she's like, the the problem is that the annual charity ball is tonight, and everyone expects me to be there. Julie was supposed to go with me, but now I have to go alone. And Nico's like, well, you don't have to go alone. I love, love, love this part so much. Chase is like, uh, or Chase, God, fuck. The more I say these people's names, the more they run together. Carolina says... Nika, would you? I mean, no, I, I couldn't let you. It's awful. Those dancing and speeches. The press will be there. Plus, it's fancy the Oscars. So, yeah, I can find something to wear. Uh, Does she find something to wear? Yeah. And so, Victor, whose head is now mounted on, like, uh, like a drone. Seems like a drone, yeah. <laughs> She's like, Gert, Gert, I heard you in a funk, so I'm coming to defunk you. He's like, where are you going? Also, he says, I don't re- I don't remember the order of events here with them. I want to say this thing happens with them in this issue. Um, uh, he says, uh, he basically calls her sweetheart here, like in Spanish. Mm. He says, oye, Carino, where are you headed? Which basically means, means like, sweetheart. Where are you going? Uh, and so they're in, she's just sitting in the time machine. And she's like, I can't even use it. It's like, nah, you don't want to time travel. It's too stressful. You can't even breathe without worrying about screwing up the timeline. Uh, and she's like, I wouldn't worry about that. Uh, I don't even believe in the timeline. The more I think about it, I'm pretty sure my parents are from the future. Or maybe the past. Have you see my dad's mustache? Plus, I'm like a walking hole in the timeline. It's fine. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, she's like, it's a waste, Victor. We have a time machine that's just sitting in our garage like a PT Cruiser with a dead battery. And so Victor... Gets a gets a battery that Chase got from Doombot, uh, and they yeah this isn't this issue. They get the uh, Gert wants to go to see a really ex- uh, a butterfly that went extinct in 1908, um, and so Chase or God fuck Victor and Gert. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Victor and Kurt go back in time to go see this butterfly. Uh, Nico is getting ready for this ball, and Chase even comes. He's like, wow, you look even hotter than usual. And, like, <laughs> she, does, she looks great. They both look great here. <laughs> They look so good here. I what, fell in love. I loved it so much. Their outfits, both of them, they're like the two sides of my brain. I love it. Yes, uh, dark, scary, goth, uh, and then pretty, everything pink. That's that is just you. What the fuck? <laughs> um, There's no and, in between either. Yeah, uh, it is one or the other. Uh, I'm pretty sure at some point in the last five years, I tweeted this page with the phrase. If you look like either of these girls, please DM me. <laughs> Which, yeah, true. <laughs> um, so Victor and Gert wind up in there in the year eighteen sixty eight, and uh, they just sit there and talk. Uh, <laughs> They sit there and talk until the sun goes down because these butterflies are nocturnal. Um, and uh, there's this great joke here from Victor where he says, uh, I've never pegged you as a butterfly person. She's like, what? Because I don't have one tattooed on my back? He says, as far as I know, you do. <laughs> um, and so Carolina speaks at this uh, at this ball i almost said gala but you know same shit ultimately um and uh it's like i you know i can truly be proud of the ongoing work of the dean foundation cut back to the other two sitting in that field waiting and uh kurt says we should have killed hitler (laughs) 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 we should have went back in time and killed hitler or warren martin luther king jr this was stupid Oh and, my god. And Victor does the same thing. He says, This is what you did the first time, right? He said, What time? When you came back to warn everybody about me. Say, Hey, come on. That wasn't you. That was an evil version of you who we've already present, prevented. That guy doesn't exist anymore. You don't believe you can mess up the timeline because there's no correct version, right? Uh, this is Victor talking. He says, Well, I don't believe you can mess it up because fate will always drag you back to the correct version. There's no becoming victorious. I am him. I'm already him. He says, Don't say that. You're not evil, Victor. It's like, you don't know me. Like, hell, I don't. If you knew the truth, no, none of you would want anything to do with me. Try me. Tell me whatever it is you think will change my mind about you. And, uh, and so Victor tells her what happened uh, with, uh, in that vision story. He says, after you died, I went to work with the Avengers. They needed some help with a mission just for me. Uh... They asked me to spy on Vision, another one of Ultron's creations. He treated me like his brother, but I murdered his son. I didn't mean to. He was going to spoil my cover, and I tried to hold him back with my electromagnetic power. I've done it a hundred times before, and I've never hurt anyone. But my power is acting strange. I've been using vibranium for some old injuries, and I thought it was helping, but I think it made everything worse. I was trying to hold him, Gert. His name was Vin, and I was just trying to hold him. He said, Victor, that's not murder. That was an accident. But also, I feel like we're not... We're not going to support that. That is essentially Victor's nephew. Damn. Victor uh, essentially killed a member of his own family. 
And, and I just want to add in here that Gert's character design artwork here is just absolutely the, gorgeous. The curls are so good. Everything is so good. She is an immaculately drawn character. I love her. Uh, she, you know, she's trying to reassure him, and she's like, "That's you. I've seen evil. I've watched it slaughter an innocent person intentionally. That's not what you did. You made a mistake." And they're holding. She's holding his head to her face, and he's crying. And then the butterflies start to show up. And God, everything about this page is so good. The light, the the lighting, the colors. Them. And he, yeah, them. Kurt, uh, Vert's holding him. Victor smiles and he says, Gert, can I, will you kiss me? She's like, Victor, no, you don't have to kiss me because I said you're not a murderer. He's like, that's not why I want to kiss you. She's like, I'm pretty sure it is. He says, Gert, look at me. Please, I want to kiss you because I like you. I want to kiss you because you make me feel like there's a place for me in this world. Look, I understand if you don't feel the same way. I'm not a good, I'm not even a person. I'm robot parts. I know that. But you make me feel real, Gert. You make me feel whole. It can just be this kiss if you want. We're not even in the timeline right now. It doesn't have to count. She's like, well, what if I want it to count? And she kisses him and it's this beautiful splash page of the two of them. Just a girl and her disembodied robot, robot head, head her robot head boyfriend and cut back to our other couple uh and they're just they're sitting here talking and Nico's or Caroline says you were amazing tonight she says me I didn't do anything you were the amazing one see I'm usually a wreck at these things I forget my own name but tonight whenever I got nervous you were right there, reminding me who I am, and that's important. You've always seen the real me, Nico. And she's like, well, that's not true. I didn't always see. I mean, for a soul, for a long time, I was so confused about myself, I couldn't see you clearly. Like, Nico, I don't understand. She's like, what I mean is I'm not confused anymore, Carrie. I'm not scared. I know what I want, if you'll just give me another chance. I would like to say here, Nico, I think, is the only person. Nico and I think Chase sometimes calls her it, but Nico does it the most, calls her Carrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I just think is a, a cute detail, and so they, it they, is. their faces get real close together, and they th- there are stars between them, uh, and it's just two great kissing scenes in one. Yes, in one issue. issue, like this affirms what Runaways will be for the rest, the next twenty six issues. This is a fucking romance comic. It really is. I was just, and so uh, they um. They literally put like the what's usually the letter space to say, "Hey, here's the cover for the next issue. Don't stop reading. There's one more page." The hours and hours later, because they they start kissing and it's another really beautiful page. Uh, hours and hours later, uh, and uh, they are, I think outside. The, yeah, they're outside the door to the hostel. Yeah. Uh, these two are still making out. <laughs> and I also I took a I screenshot of this at one point and said this is one hundred thousand percent a fuck look. The look that they are giving each other in this page, it's crazy. This is <laughs> this is nuts. Cause she's uh, Carolina says, I don't want to go in yet. And Nico says, just because we go in doesn't mean we have to stop. 
<laughs> they just reignited their relationship that yeah. was yeah. never there. Uh, and then they are interrupted by who else but fucking Alex Wilder. I'm not even gonna lie. I forgot about his whole existence until <laughs> this moment. I forgot Alex wasn't dead anymore. Well, uh, he's kind of still dead. It's weird. Uh, it's <laughs> Alex comes back. I don't remember in what book, but I remember the first person he sees is Nico, and it freaks her out. She she does not like it. I would have hoped he was dead and stayed dead too. Yep. Uh, the this also Alex is basically still dead. Uh, it's it's a lot. Um, we're not gonna get too much into that. Uh, what happens with Alex here? He comes back. They fight some Gaborm shit. He leaves. Uh, Molly goes with him and comes back. But this has been uh just a lot of fun talking about these issues. Um, I yeah, wanted to end with. <laughs> I wanted to end with issue 12 because issue 12 is, like I said, it's where it the book really decides its own identity. Honestly, because it was my favorite issue probably because prob- it this, just took so many dramatic turns, you know? Mm-hmm. I'd say this issue and I think issue 36, whichever the one where uh, Future Gert shows up again is uh those are that one was wild (laughs) those are i think my two favorite issues here but the art uh from chris anka um the the tying back to the two old stories of how does gert you know gert and victor in gert's future timeline the one she comes back from to warn them about victor uh she she and victor are like she's in love with him when that happens. So it's like, how mm-hmm. do we get to there? How do we get to, um, and I just want to say future Gert can get it now that she's an adult. <laughs> <laughs> future Gert who shows up in this book. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we all agree. She's just like, she gets the same update that everyone else gets where everyone else gets to just be the, the same character, but older. Um, It's like, hey, everyone else gets to make that jump. And so now Victor is the only one who do- who didn't, who doesn't. Uh, also, when she, I forgot when she shows up, uh, when Future Kurt shows up, Victor is just kind of like awkwardly waves at her. He's just like, ah, uh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, but Lou, thank you so much for uh, hanging out. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really, really loved this this reboot, and I'm actually kind of sad there's not more. Yeah, it <laughs> it, it ends. Do you want to talk about the, Do you want to talk about the ending? Not yet. Maybe okay. next time. Okay, it's bittersweet. It we'll is, leave him yeah. at that. Um, but thank you all for hanging out uh, for this last couple hours. I. I'm glad that we kept this one shorter because doing a <laughs> doing three hours forty five for the children's crusade was maybe a bad call on my part. But you know, you know I what? don't want to break it to you, but this one might have been nearing three hours too. <laughs> two and a half, two and a half after a long stretch of like three and a half to four hour episodes. So two hours <laughs> thirty, I can live with that. 
Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Archer Arios, A-R-X-H-E-R-A-R-I-O-S. The X is a C. Don't make me explain it. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at MCMFpod. Uh, I have some stuff I'm kind of strewing around with. Um, I will say, in the near future, Manny will be back. Uh, we're going to talk about Spider-Man Blue. And hopefully, try not to cry on air. Um, Lou, do you have anything you would like to plug, as it were? No, I was just going to say $5. You do guys do cry on air. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's possible. One of us might. <laughs> <laughs> I, here's the thing one of us might I would bet money it's Manny cause I, I was just gonna say the same thing <laughs> uh, I read that story once a year I am I'm mostly immune to it it gets me in certain places but I have I have built up a resistance to it <laughs> I take my booster shot for that shit every year oh my god um, I can't with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love you, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love you, Manny. <laughs> um, but thank you again for hanging out. Uh, thank you again for hanging out, Lou. And I will catch you all uh, next time. And the next time I drag you onto the show uh, about something. Maybe more of this. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. I'm going to make you read Blue Beetle again. (laughs) Oh, God, not again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Y'all take care.